0: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today
1: it's boomer and geo on the fan and the cbs sports network
2: For Tough Studio, Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Gio on the fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network, and we're here on the free Odyssey app. Good Tuesday morning, we are live once again from the Blue Wire studios here at Win Las Vegas. Super Bowl week, Super Bowl 58 week, a huge week for the NFL and for CBS as Boomer was bopping around yesterday doing all sorts of stuff, including interviewing the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy, it was Super Bowl opening night last night where everybody was asking the silly questions and doing everything that we've seen been done for the last 20 some odd years and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes <clears throat> and everybody taking all these slings and arrows from the media. So here we are. It's full blown Super Bowl
3: fever up in here right now. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, good morning. It's great to see you guys again. I mean, right after yesterday's show, I left here and I got back to the hotel, I want to say, like towards the end of the second period of the Ranger game last night. That's how I'm trying to figure this whole thing out, the timing out and everything. And then was able to watch the third period, which was amazing. It was an amazing game last night. And and your Islanders won an amazing game up in Toronto. So I want to be fair. Uh, both hockey teams uh, played against good teams. Both hockey teams won coming out of the break. And that last night, Ranger game was unreal. And... Uh, that guy, Nathan McKinnon is ridiculous. If we have to see him in a Stanley Cup final, it's not going to be easy. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Eddie? Uh, Yes, sir. It's not easy. But anyway, so I left here yesterday morning at 830, did not get back here until the middle of the second period last night, whatever the hell time that was. And, uh, it was nonstop. It was rehearsals. It was interviews. It was running, uh, I was doing Monday QB on CBS Sports Network out out by the Bellagio Fountain. Yeah, what was that like? All right, so the Bellagio Fountain goes off, I guess, every half hour. Is that about right? I think. And when that thing goes off, there's like an M80 that goes off with it. And as Allie said, because she worked over there with Jim Rome after she left our show, it sounds like thunder going off. It's so loud. And and that thing behind you is is amazing. It's and it, just amazing. Does it come across on TV so everybody hears it. Yes, you could see it, you could hear it. Wow. And uh, you know, our CBS uh Super Bowl fifty eight logo, CBS Sports fifty eight logo, uh Super Bowl fifty eight logo is out there in the in the fountain. And nice. it's really an amazing look. I mean, they got a they got a great setup over there, but I still say, out of everything that I have seen in the last day and a half nobody's got it better than us. I'm telling you, nobody has it better than us. Yeah. I am not going to argue
2: with you on that. This has been tremendous. This, this studio is awesome. This hotel is awesome. There's everything. I mean, it's, it's like brand new. Everything is brand new in the room. I mean, this, it feels that way, not I mean, it? This, this studio is tremendous. So, yeah, we're going to go over. At least the rest of us will be over, except for Eddie, I think, over at the Bellagio Fountain for this Drew Barrymore show tomorrow. So I could check out that whole uh, situation. I'm excited to see that.
3: Did you see the new Paramount Plus um, promotion uh, video that they put out? I did not see this. You guys didn't see this? Paramount Plus promotion video, yeah, you know of all their different shows and the different actors and people. Uh, you no, know, I'm going to show it to you in the break, and then we'll talk about it coming back from the break. But <laughs> suffice to say, we're not in it. <laughs> uh, oh, no. the NFL Today is not in it, or this show is not. In it. is in it. Oh, okay, so the Drew Barrymore is in it.
2: Oh, so nobody on the NFL Today, no one, no, nobody, nobody from news. Wow. I don't,
3: th- I don't think. I just think it's just more Paramount Plus and all their entertainment uh, shows. Ooh. Yeah, that's great. It's actually Stings. very good. It's, it's a very good video. Well, how good
2: could it be if there's no NFL today in there? If there's no Phil Sims, there's no Nate Burleson, there's no you, there's no James
3: Brown. You know what? I think actually people right now are sick of us. It's <laughs> <laughs> been it a long NFL season <laughs> yeah. and we're going to be on for actually, it's kind of interesting. Uh, four hour show on Sunday. We'll be doing three of the four hours. So they'll, we have to transfer from the Bellagio fountains back into the stadium before the game, uh, goes. So I'm trying to figure out being outside, like, do I do a change of clothes? You know, mm. I got a really beautiful... Outfit change? I got a beautiful suit for the Super Bowl, man. Wow. Are you going to go back to pinstripes? Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. All right, nice. Double-breasted, too, by the way. Double-breasted, back to yes. the
2: double-breasted pinstripes? Oh, yeah. I'm bringing it am This is breaking hate. news, by the way. Yeah, this, this
3: is, is huge. Well, I told you after I wore uh, the double-breasted last, the other couple yeah. of weeks ago, you guys would call me Tommy Gunn and all this other crap. Yeah, zoot suit. Right. I'm going to slap the crap out of all of you. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I'm... I'm really considering it because I don't want to ruin because if it is cold and windy and rainy, I don't I think Sunday looks OK. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't necessarily want to be outside in that suit. I want to be that suit should be inside. It's an inside suit. It should be an inside suit about an hour before the Super Bowl and you're showing respect to Vegas and the importance of the game. Oh, OK, so you're saying that you're going to do the the three hours or the two
2: hours wherever you have to be outside. 90 minutes, 90 minutes outside, something else. Then, zoot
3: suit inside the stadium. Me and Nate Burleson were discussing this. Outfit change. Yeah, I don't think Coach or Phil are doing outfit way. changes. No. But I can't nail down JJ Watt. I don't know what he's doing either.
2: Yeah, he doesn't seem like an outfit change guy either. He's going to pick something. That's going to be it, you know? Yeah. You're the guy who has that sense, that sense about you. The sense you know, about the big, yes. big moment sense. You know, right. like this oh, is going I got. I got to. <laughs> I got to step it up. Hey, speaking of Phil, you know, I was going to play this later, but I, I got this email from Zach Gelb last night. I did not ask him to do this. There were a couple questions I thought I was going to send him, but never did because I didn't want to put him in a weird spot. Because some of those questions were were too much. I right. Think. Okay. Uh, but he did this on his own, and he he emailed me this last night. So he goes up to Travis Kelsey at Super Bowl opening night to get a definitive statement on the lady glasses. He, this is what he did. Oh, on, it, on, come on, really? On his own, he he wanted to see what Travis thought about Phil Sims' lady glasses. So, Fleagues, if you have it, uh, please hit
4: it. Travis, Mama Kelsey uh, called you a fashionista on that New Heights podcast. I need to use your fashion sense for a second. Boomer Esiason and Greg Giannotti, they poke fun at Phil Simms for his lady glasses that he wears. I have a photo right here. What do you think of Phil Simms' glasses?
5: What's, what's so ladylike about those? Those are, those are some good solid
3: glasses. As long as it's helping him see, that's all that matters. <laughs> all right, good. Uh, How good. about that? And by the way, I, see, he lumped me in. I always get lumped <laughs> lump in with spot. you guys. Lump spot. Definitely yep. a lump spot. <laughs> it's like, yo, know, I spent a lot of time with Phil yesterday. Yeah. So he was, you know... Yeah, curmudgingly being Phil. I was up like at 3 30 in the morning oh. working out and all this yeah, other grandma said, Well, it. come on over save to, it, come on, come on over to Boomerangio if you're up that right. early. Yeah, 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 exactly. So come on over and join us. You want to come and scream at the guys a little bit? So I'll reach out to him. Okay. Not now, but you know, in a couple hours, you could reach out to him, see if you could set him up, come in here and scream at you guys. Now, is he in this
2: hotel as well?
3: He is not. Oh, okay. That's a little bit different. So it's he's not in like the he- hotel that we're all moving to him from. Okay. So it's not like he's, he can get
2: up from one of his, seven in the middle of the night peas and then come right. down here,
3: right? Yeah, I think that's probably part of the reason why he's up so early, yes. <laughs> but
2: I would, see you thought it was going to be another disrespectful Phil Sims lady glasses thing and it was not. Travis Good for Kelsey, travis
3: Good for Travis.
2: Travis Kelsey, the man who is on top of the world probably more than anybody in the NFL right now, endorsed Phil Sims lady glasses and said, what is ladylike about those glasses? I'm trying
3: to think of the Super Bowl that we had where we had Travis as a guest, I think it was I'm trying to. Think, he was a guest on the Super Bowl today, so it had to be one of the games that he wasn't playing in. Obviously, uh, nineteen, he
2: wasn't playing. It was a go that far back, so that was a CBS Super Bowl. Right. It was it was nineteen. That was the one down in Atlanta. Y- yes, that's where he had to be. Yes, yep. So there was yeah, there was that one, and the one after that was the the COVID Super Bowl. We did not go in with Tampa, you. Yeah. That was a CBS one. We went to Miami one, which was not a CBS one. That um, was right before COVID. That Yes. I remember, <laughs> not to go get into that whole thing, but I remember when you were you're sitting there in February and you're going, it's there already. It's there in the city. It's there. The stupid ass mayor doesn't know that it's there, but <laughs> it's there. <laughs> okay. And then we
5: and then
3: we went and then it was there. <laughs> you were right. You know what is we get the dumbest mayors, I swear to God. Man, uh, well, maybe not the dumbest, but some of the dumbest some of the people that just have their heads so far up there, you know what, that have no idea what's going on. Did you see that video
2: of Eric Adams when he was uh, earlier in his career before he became the mayor? He's doing this thing where he's going through a house. Did you see this, Out, He's going through a house, and he's, like, finding weapons. He's, like, talking to parents about where their kids could be hiding drugs and weapons. And I'm probably doing a terrible job of explaining this, but it is the funniest thing. He's like, it's like this right here looks like a little innocent teddy bear, and then you turn it around. Bag of cocaine. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, "This is just a normal picture frame. When you turn it around and take the picture out, here's some bullets." <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it is so. It is so funny. Uh, like he's finding guns and all sorts of all right. childlike things. Uh, but I'm sure we could uh, I'll, that's something I'll play for you in the break because we don't see each other during the days now. So no. it's like when we see each other in the morning here, we're just now we're now just unloading all sorts of information. On oh, we got a
3: lot to catch up on. We do have
2: a lot to catch up
3: on. I know. I can't wait to hear like, you know, I, I guess you guys went to top top golf yesterday. We did. yes. And Al's all beat up this morning. He's heard he threw out his back. Yeah. and I was like, I thought he was an athlete. Yeah, well,
2: I, I've seen him swing club before. He doesn't look all that bad. It's just, unfortunately, after a few swings, he ended up missing the ball, and he, he threw his back out. I didn't think it was that serious, but the
3: fact that he's still feeling it this morning means that it, that it was. Was it like the Tom Brady topping it at the Pebble Beach at and I yeah. did
4: one of those, and then I had a swing and a miss. One, one time it happened twice in a row. I missed, I had like two strikes on me.
3: Now, Given where you guys were, I remember at my golf tournament, you didn't play golf at the time. Right, yeah. And you guys are out in the driving range. Do you remember that? Yeah. All right, so, and you all looked about the same. Ah, well, so now, no, Jerry, Jerry looked much better well, than you we did. Well, Jerry much better than yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm talking about you guys, like yeah, you and Al. Right. Now, think of where you've come from. Yeah, yeah. From that day to where you are today. Yeah. Were you annoyed that Al couldn't do what you're capable no, of doing no, now? No, or are no. Are you trying to talk him down no, and see, talk him I,
2: into it? So, uh, Boomer, I uh, I believe now I've become an ambassador to the game. Okay. <laughs> and what I like to do is if somebody is showing any sort of interest, I want to encourage that because that's what people did for me. That's what you did for me. You encourage it. You want to see people have scores. Fun. Uh, yeah. See, I know I got nipped twice. I was second place. Second place twice. Right yeah. now. Oh, is that a is that teens?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's On a one. That's <laughs> a fourteen. Yep, that's a
3: fourteen. You had a fourteen.
4: Yeah, I was hitting some solid shots, but they just weren't landing in the right spot. No, Reco had a one hundred eighty three, and you had a fourteen. <laughs> As Eddie pointed out, though, low scoring golf—that's the winner. How about Stephen Waldron?
3: Yeah, Stephen.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing: so Stephen and I made a bet. So he won. Steven came back and nipped me on his last shot. He got like a 28 on his last shot in the first game. So then I cannot accept that loss. So I say, okay, $100 to your 20 that you're not going to beat me in the next game. Attaboy. Aloha press, Al. (laughs) So then uh, Steven goes, he's so confident. He goes, all right, $100 to my 50. I'm like, okay. And then I ended up. Beating him. How was in second, he was in third. He had to hand over the fifth. He actually still owes me 10 He handed me $40. Thought I'd forget about it.
3: All right. Did not forget about well, it. You, you'll never forget about it.
2: Did, did not so, forget about it.
3: Uh, 14.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: it was embarrassing. It was very sad to see. What were you doing yesterday, Biggs? Hiking? No, I was I was with him. It was, you know, rainy and all. Uh, Jerry let me take five swings during, I think. The first, oh, you went with first, them?
2: I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was there. How and many so,
6: car bombs did you have? I had about uh, three. Uh, uh, Bloody Marys. This guy, oh, the amount of Bloody Marys he has
2: drank on this trip, well, honestly, you know, it makes me of, ill.
3: Bloody Marys kind of healthy, right? Yeah. Got some you
1: know, <laughs> tomato, tomato juice. juice. Yeah. Some There's vitamins. something in it.
2: about, like I was telling Eddie last night, something it. about me picturing all that tomato juice just sitting in his stomach. It's like chunky. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, like I just think it's just this chunky vat of redness that is in his stomach. Chunky fat of redness. Vat of redness. Mm-hmm. Like it just It's got to be the most disgusting puke of all time if he threw up those Bloody Marys. <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot stand tomato juice. Yeah, me either. Oh, I don't like it. I mean, tomato sauce, sometimes too much of it I don't like. Tomato juice. How could you as a Giannotti
6: <laughs> say that about tomato has, sauce? It has to be the
2: right amount of sauce. You can't, it, or gravy, as they call it. Nah, not a gravy guy. Not a gravy it's, guy. It's, it's a sauce. It's it's sauce. No, it's I mean, sauce. It, it just it was, it's, yeah, yeah. You can't it can't be drowning in the sauce.
3: What? I, I, <laughs> how am I disappointing disappointed? Al, Al's fourteen. He's drinking <laughs> tomato juice, and you're sitting here telling me you're 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 soft on sauce. <laughs> Sometimes, I, I mean. We're only fifteen minutes into the show. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, yeah, no, we had a fun day yesterday.
3: We had nothing to, today is gonna to be very quiet though. I will I will say that sitting down with Brock Purdy, he is a he's a guy that you want to root for, man. He is a real he set up you know, he set up his parents on draft day. Because, you know, he is Mr. Irrelevant, so he was the last pick in the draft. And watching all these interviews and you know, I, I don't know how many different questions he had to answer yesterday, mm. including mine, and then including ESPN, including the NFL network, including this one, including that one. You know, so finally, you know, you get you get to him, it's like, all right, what are you going to ask him? So I I saw on draft day how he was taking phone calls from other teams that if he weren't drafted, he would be an undrafted free agent that he could basically sign with anybody. And he said there was a list of three teams. He wouldn't give me the other two. He said the 49ers were one of them. <clears throat> but the, the, the other two he wouldn't tell me that he he was getting phone calls from, and then of, of course he gets a phone call from John Lynch telling him that hey, we're gonna pick you with the last pick Now he was with his family, I guess either in Arizona, I think in Arizona, so uh he knew he was gonna get picked, and uh he walks back into the living room and tells his family you know, it's just another team wanting to you
5: know oh look at that
3: undrafted free agent He's tricking his own family for entertainment my exactly type of guy. so he set up his own family. And then, of course, uh, they announced that uh, he was being picked as <clears throat> Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, the family went crazy around him. They're so happy for him. And, you know, he's just a nice, likable guy, man. Cool, calm, confident, and just, just about as easygoing as you can imagine. Yeah. You know what they say? Moment, not too big for no, him. No, not at all. Not too my, big. As a matter of fact, I think he's proven in these two playoff games that he's played and said to bring his team from behind that this whole game manager system quarterback nonsense is out the window. Is he one of those guys that immediately knows who you are? Yeah. You know. Okay. See, that's what I like. Somebody told him. Oh, really? Because <laughs> he wasn't born when I was playing. <laughs> so what?
2: I wasn't born when George Washington was the president. I know that, you know? Like, not to to compare you to George Washington, <laughs> but there's things that you don't know that happen before you're born all
3: the time, right? But he, you know, I did I did ask him if he knew that, you know, I was uh, not very fond of quarterbacks from San Francisco. Oh, okay. He, he didn't know that. All right. But I did – I told him, of course, and then I did ask him a question about it.
2: See, I like when the guys know on their own. Like, they've studied the league. They understand who came before but them yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah,
3: you know, he understands the 49er quarterback legacy for sure. Oh, I would definitely, hope so. definitely – and I think he's kind of close to Steve Young.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's been stuffed down his throat, I'm sure, the second he got in there. You know, when you put that uniform
3: on, you play that position for this team – it's no joke. You know, I think now that the fact that he led his team to two comeback wins, yeah, he is now entrenched into that 49er quarterback lore type of thing. Now, if he could win this game and possibly win an MVP in this game, which he was probably one of the odds-on favorites, I think. He's the second favorite. All right, yeah. So um, if he does that, I mean, and then is can able to continue with Kyle Shanahan, it's going to be, it could be on quite a run. But on the other side of things, we're looking at a dynasty. You know, you had the New England Patriot era, uh, era under uh, Tom Brady and everything that he accomplished. And now we are here under Patrick Mahomes and his era. And I think, you know, he sees his team as a dynasty right now. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they essentially are. Yeah. When you're in that many
2: AFC championship games, that many Super Bowls, you've won multiple, you have an opportunity for a third. That's That's exactly what they are. All right, Boomer and Geo just getting started on this Tuesday morning from the win, Super Bowl 58. We'll get Jerry in here in just a couple of minutes.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode
7: is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: It's Paul Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network here in Las Vegas. Super Bowl 58. We've got Jerry Recco here. Today is the day. The big bet. Rutgers, Maryland. They'll be playing a little bit later today. And the bet is that if Maryland beats Rutgers... Then Jerry Recco has to take a weed gummy on the air and do the show, presumably high, if it does uh, affect him in some sort of way. Sometimes it does not with people, but we're
3: hoping that it does. Now, is our expert Tom Izzo on all things cannabis, is he all over this, or do we have to... I don't think Jerry wants the help from Tom Izzo, is what it sounded like
2: yesterday.
8: I'll trust him. Yeah, see? (laughs) Maybe you don't trust him. I'll trust him. How, how do you not trust them? Well, I will tell you, I will not take anything more than ten milligrams. That's number one. I could see oh, him now slipping you, me. I, now you're yes, I, the stage am. Now yes, I, yes you're I am. Yes, I. Yes, I am. No, I'm fun. not backing out of anything. That is not true. But as someone that doesn't use the stuff or smoke the stuff, I'm not going to go take something that a normal user will ingest on a daily basis and be flying throughout the course of the afternoon. Not interested. And that, so is ten milligrams
2: known as a very small dose? I don't even know. Average. Okay, yeah. so
4: that's fine. Then. I will tell you, I had a lot of people reach out to me about the yeah. gummies, and they say that you should go two point five or five milligrams for beginners.
2: Oh, okay, so yeah, so, so you said no more than ten. That's
4: fine then. So that's a solid. That's a solid uh, amount for the, for Jerry. All right, and, and if, where
3: are we getting this from? And who's well, first of all? It, Rutgers and is and how how winning know, tonight, and how do
4: I
8: know that it's legitimate and not just a gummy? Yeah, you can go over and get some Swedish fish for all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Now that would be awesome. The other thing, too, that I read is that sometimes it doesn't affect you for like five hours. Nah, it won't be that long. I'm telling you, people sent me a couple of articles that just because you take this gummy at six o'clock doesn't mean that there'll be any effect. you're going to
3: have to take it then when you and Al start. (laughs) No. You got to take it when you and Al start the warm-up show just so at least we can see a little bit of a high, Jerry.
8: Mm. Hi, Jerry. Hi. How are <laughs> yeah, you doing? You have an update? Well, um, uh, Rutgers will win tonight. And, oh, and, the others,
3: the way. and if Rutgers does
2: win, then $1,000 goes to Jerry Reckham. So that is the bet. So everybody that's watching the game tonight, keep that in mind because we are going to be talking about it a lot. Tomorrow, All right, Jerry? What's
8: happening in sports? Uh, we were brought to you by the Farmers Dog Human Grade Dog Food delivered right to your door. Before we get to the Super Bowl sound, uh, Shane Bowen looks like be the new defensive coordinator for the Giants. Commanders letting go of Eric Bieniemy. Uh, they hired what's his name? Uh, blank it out. The Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury Harry the other KK. day. So, yep, KK, uh, and the Seahawks expected to hire Jay Harbaugh as their new special teams coach. He is the son of Jim Harbaugh. Man, I'm
3: telling you what, the nepotism's running deep. Lots of Harbaughs. Well, you got the Neco Belichick babies. boys, you got the, you got the Shanahan's, yeah. you got the Callahan's. I mean, now you got the Harbaugh's, are all over the place. Rob Sala's got seven kids. Well, that's seven <laughs> potential coaches in the NFL. I was going to say. Always possible.
8: Right. And uh, also, before the Super Bowl stuff, the Eagles will open up their season Friday night, September 6th, in Brazil, against a team to be determined.
3: So that game is up for auction by the NFL, much like the Peacock playoff game. They spent $110 million for that, and they gave them the Dolphins at the Chiefs in the freezing cold with Tua. So this one will be... I don't know who's going to buy it. Somebody's going to buy it. And it's up think. for anybody,
2: not just
8: people who have pre-existing where deals with the air? NFL. Right.
3: Uh, Is that up what, for auction? What that, that's what's up oh, for auction. Jesus. Like,
8: who's going, to, who's going to show I it. thought you meant teams would say, we want it, we want it. No, you're no. saying in terms so of it's where a it's going to be
3: home game. So by moving it to Brazil... The, the Eagle fan only has to still pay for eight home games. See what I'm saying? So, this is the ninth home game for the Philadelphia Eagles, and then the NFL will put it up to auction to its broadcast partners or create a new partnership. Maybe, I don't know, with the Playboy channel. Who knows?
2: <laughs> does that I, still exist, the Playboy channel? I don't know. Does it? I don't know. Playboy Plus. It does not. It does not.
8: Oh, really? Playboy say.
2: Plus. He just said no. Oh. My favorite's got a plus. I was going to say, that would be weird if that channel still existed with today's consumption. Remember Spice? Spice was the that was the one. <laughs> if you, if you needed an channel. education,
3: I mean, in- the NFL is in bed with all the gambling. Here we are in Vegas now, well, and everything Spice else. Spice came back just to put that game on the air. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and their and their pregame show are nothing but actresses, <laughs> free porn. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past the NFL. Whatever the, no, Whatever the that, biggest bid is, that, is yeah. they're going to take, right? I'm just trying to think. Yeah, no is no is Apple TV going to buy it as Prime Net? You know, could you imagine Al Michaels having to come from
8: Brazil to do games? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love that. Or maybe one of the gambling networks. Yes. Yeah, it could be on old yes. TV. Or Paramount Plus.
2: Or uh, I don't think I mean, so. That's CBS, though. If CBS is going to buy it. They're going to oh, put Pete, it on CBS. Peacock
8: did.
2: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right.
8: Good I don't point. know. Stay point, tuned. Boomer. All right, so let's get to some of the sounds from uh, last night, the opening night with the media. Uh, here was Travis. Obviously, Taylor Swift is going to be a topic. Can't get away from it. Here was Travis Kelsey on, on Dating Her.
5: Man, I'll
3: tell you what, it's a, it's a wild experience, but I'm, I'm enjoying and loving every bit of it.
8: Of course you are. And all the attention, it's been great. Roger. Roger now, listen, play that one more time now.
3: Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a wild experience, but I'm, I'm enjoying and loving every bit of it. Are they in love or is it just an experience? I mean, there are people that think that this whole
2: thing's been manufactured, and it's good for all parties involved—the NFL, Taylor Swift, just a big self-promotional circle. You know what? Right. So <laughs> maybe, maybe they're not.
3: Maybe it is. I guess broad is a big thing. thing. She walked past one of her ex-boyfriends at the Grammys, and she just blew him off, gave him the cold shoulder.
9: Like, you know, mm. I'm
3: beating Taylor
0: Swift.
8: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I don't know, but what we see—the NFL said they've made four hundred. Well, not the nfl 350 million is the estimate that that she has raised
3: off of of her going to games and the impressions and social media
8: impressions that type of thing yes uh here was guess who also spoke about this roger goodell (laughs) here was goodell talking about the kelsey swift thing
10: we see two people are really happy together having fun (laughs) together Uh, i think that's wonderful uh, oh, and I wish them her. well. They're both wonderful people. Oh, they're um, wonderful people. The fact that, you know, they both are involved with football in some fashion sure. and through their relationship. That's great. We welcome that.
3: We welcome that. And we welcome that. And we'll fly her in from Brazil. To show, and we'll give her the sweet that she needs. No, no, but Japan. Right? I oh, am yeah, Japan. Yeah. Right? yeah. Something in Brazil. Even yeah. even more far. Yeah, I don't know. I saw where a couple of people picked up what I was talking about yesterday.
2: About the NFL paying for Taylor Swift to get back to the Super Bowl, I you know
3: her people are not stupid. I I think uh, it was either it was either NBC and maybe I know we did not do it at CBS. I had to run a promotional tour for her concert tour. If you guys remember, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I do. yeah, 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 remember I do that, remember that. Remember that yep. whole thing. So and that was all. That was not paid for. That was like, hey, she's coming to your games. We want your networks to run this 30-second spot. Yeah, that whole I uh, scratch your back, you scratch mine type of thing. Uh, yeah, quid pro quo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
8: All right, in terms of football, here was George Kittle, and this is in relation to Travis Kelsey still because they're on opposite sides. Here was Kittle on Kelsey. You know, Travis is a guy who I watched his film when I was in college. When I ended up trading
3: jerseys with them, it was one of the coolest moments ever. When he said what's up to me in 2018, my second year and we played the Chiefs, I was kind of, you know, like, wow, this is one of the coolest days of my life. And so I'm a huge fan of Travis Kelsey. Mm, who's my huge fan? I thought when I first met Phil Simms, <laughs> you
8: know, I was so much younger than him. Up to him, grew up idolizing him. Right? Yeah. Now Kyle Shanahan did admit that yes, the, that story about them wanting Tom Brady was 100 percent accurate because of the injury that Brock Purdy had. Remember when you said he quit? Last year in the playoff that game. game. That was the other thing. I'm, yeah. I was interviewing Brock Purdy yesterday. All I could see were you idiots
3: <laughs> in my brain yeah. saying he quit against the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles after he tore his UCL. Yeah. Did he finish Helps. the interview or did he leave early? <laughs> <in the science>?
8: <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, here was here was Shanahan talking about how he has sell Purdy to ownership, basically. Like, like this was the guy. It wasn't the smartest
4: moment I've ever had. I mean, when owner comes in after training camp practices and is like, "Hey, how's the quarterback?" and he, what he means is the starter or the second, and you in irritation go, "I don't know," but our third guy's the best. Like that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he remembers it very strong.
8: Right, Mister Irrelevant
3: was the best option that they had. I think about that. They were paying Jimmy Garoppolo twenty million a year. They drafted Trey Lance with the third overall pick give them credit for recognizing that Trey Lance wasn't long for their system and their, the way that he runs things. And that's why they traded him to your Cowboys. Great trade. <laughs> no comment. <laughs>
8: uh, that was courtesy of NFL Network. Here is Mr. Purdy talking about when he realized that he could do this.
4: Man, uh, I think in camp, um, you know, there was some some practices and plays where I'd made some plays and I was like, okay, you know, I, I think I can do this. And so, uh, that, you know, sort of got my confidence rolling. And then week 13 against Miami, going in and, and making some plays with, with the boys, I think that's when I knew.
8: And so Niners and Chiefs, of course, on Sunday. Here was, so Kadarius Tony didn't play the last couple of playoff games. <laughs> I can't I'm believe so, he's even oh, on he's, this trip. What,
2: what is he doing here? We are. No, no I, I'm, I'm interested in what he had to say because the fact that he's even there blows my mind after all that nonsense. I, I that,
3: think, uh, Exactly right. Yeah. So I, I think what you're thinking about here is that the Chiefs kind of feel sorry for Kadarius Tony. That's what I think.
8: Well, here is Tony about he the
3: whole told the Chiefs. The yeah, but I S think is I, D. yeah, I understand what? that. He did. No, he didn't say it that yes, way. Yes, he
2: did. He said to you that exact way. He goes, "I'm not hurt. Every, it's one day. It's hip. One day. It's it's whatever." And then he said that phrase. He did, really? <laughs>
3: yes, I can play it for you in
2: the, no, in I the break. No, that's right. Yeah, 100%. No, he." that's what he said. Yeah,
8: I don't know. I think <laughs> he said word for word. Well, here just, he is saying it was all chopped
5: up. It, yeah, it kind of started that, but I, in the process of that, I get interrupted. So it got like a mixed message behind it, I guess you could say. And then a lot of footage got chopped up in the release. So it made it like I was attacking in the, the one I love the most, like I made in the post I was saying I referring to
2: yeah so it's his his post yeah i know so remember that i saw him do in that instagram live popped up while i was scrolling on instagram i said whoa like because we knew he wasn't playing all this stuff so i started recording it on my phone like in real time so i still have that in real time what he is saying it's not chopped up not released in a certain way he's completely full of it i mean just say that you were frustrated
8: you know what well, you know? he he did. He said he was frustrated with Giant fans. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've just said hey, hey, what he hey, said. Don't me. Giant, blame the Giant fans. The giant fans? Maybe, yes.
3: Yes, because they were coming at him. what so he said. <laughs> I don't know. Were Giant fans coming at him? Were you Giant fans out there picking on Kadarius, Tony? Here, no, you think that was really a thing? The Giant
2: fans, they did probably, you know, back in the beginning of the season or when he was lining
8: off, line up off sides, they, they don't care about him anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, the they giant do. The Giant fan does
2: not care about him anymore. Yeah, they do. They
8: hate him. Here was one more, maybe a more mature Kadarius yeah. Tony realizes he did wrong.
5: I wanted to go out there. for like how you say, get my message across as far as my injury, but I shouldn't have did that at the end of the day. Uh, I'm a man. The the day, I can uh, accept my mistakes just like I accept my wins, you know, but um, I'm just moving past it right now. You know, we're here now. We're just trying to, you know, win.
3: <laughs> He's not going to be active for the Super Bowl. I can't imagine. I mean, you know, he
2: reminds me of Winston Churchill, you know, the way that they both spoke and really got their message across.
8: (laughs) The two of them are, they're just like, I get a lot of Churchill vibes from Kadarius Tony. Speaking of getting their message across, you've got this, uh, the Nightcap podcast with uh, Shannon Sharp and Shadow Jochenko, which is always entertaining for the most part. So a couple of things, you tell me if you believe this or not. This was, they got into relationships and they asked Ocho, Shannon asked Ocho about when a relationship's over, how does it end? Play the first one, guys.
5: How many times have you told a girl you not you want to move on? Never. everybody left me.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that uh, was actually funny. I thought I, that was funny. Yes. <laughs> and then we know that Chad Ocho Cinco has said he's cheap. That's been like legendary, right? Frugal. Yeah. Frugal, Frugal yes. cheap, whatever yes. word you want to use. So apparently because the hotel rooms are so expensive out here, that when they come out here, he's contemplating staying in his car.
5: <laughs> <And before laughs> you gonna sleep in your car? I don't have no problem sleeping in my car. I gotta use the bathroom. I go to a 24-hour, 7-Eleven. I ain't let you drop no stinky loads in my bathroom and you ain't buying no potato chips or no gas. No. <laughs> they don't have a choice. They can't do that. If they do have a choice. That's a private entity. You just can't go use the bathroom. Where you at? <laughs>
9: <laughs>
3: Jesus. Uh, by the way, if, if Chad Johnson's out here, you would think that he would be a guest of someone and he wouldn't be paying for the hotel room. See, that's why it's a whole gag. I, I'm i
8: sure it is, but it's funny. <laughs> Just listening to them. Yeah, Somebody's bringing him out for an appearance or two, I'm sure. Oh, gosh. Anyway, more of them coming up in the morning. I have a couple more clips from them, but I got to clean them up a I'm little bit more. I'm surprised they don't do
3: their podcast from here. Yeah. They Maybe should. they do. I don't know. See where they will. Now we're sitting. That's a very podcast-friendly setup over there. Yeah, very casual over here. Yeah.
8: Very much so. Uh, The Warriors beat the Nets 109-98-29 for Steph Curry. You will have uh, coming up tonight the Nets take on the Mavericks, and maybe they can give Kyrie Irving a a tribute video again. This is at home tonight. It is. The Knicks take on the Grizzlies tonight. No O.G. Ananobi again. He has been ruled out uh, for that game. Also of note, you got Rutgers at Maryland on WCBS 880 tonight at 630. (laughs) St. John's home for DePaul. Number 1 UConn takes on Butler. Fordham VCU. Uh, Rangers beat the Avalanche in overtime, two. Wanna give you Sam next hour, give All you the game-winning right, goal. You. Of course, absolutely. Uh Jonathan Quick, 32 saves it in that game. Amazing last night. The Islanders beat the Maple Leafs 3-2, Pierre Engel the uh, go-ahead goal in the third. You got the Devils in uh taking on Colorado coming up tonight.
2: All right, thank you, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Traveling Built Ford Tough Studio. I played you that Instagram deal, the Instagram Live that I had recorded uh, and put out there as uh, some other people did as well. Uh, Now, do
3: you (laughs) remember the stuff that he said? Yeah, I also hear a lighter in the background. sounds like he's smoking something. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but... uh, Could have been lighting a candle. He's probably also a misunderstood guy and and guys who know him and see him in a locker room every day probably have this, uh, you know, this sense of understanding of who he is as a person let's put it that way well i mean it's easy to accept
2: someone like Kadarius tony meaning someone who's making issues off the field complaining maybe dropping footballs all that you know when you've got the foundation of one of the greatest coaches and greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen and they win super bowls it's easier to absorb a guy like him Mm -hmm. when you're in that type of situation uh by the way speaking of young joker this is another thing that zach gelb did on his own Last night, asking Travis Kelsey questions, and he actually had the guts to put not only Young Joka in a question, but also Taylor Swift in the same question. Uh, let's hear this one from last night.
6: Darius Tony goes by the rap name Young Joka. The Joker. I'm just wondering,
3: will Taylor get on an album with him to kind of put his rap career on the map?
8: I mean, she's been known <laughs> to dabble in the rap world. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll, I'll make sure. I'll, I'll see if uh, if Joka's up for it or not.
3: <laughs> uh, that's great. Good job on, by Zach. Yeah, Zach Gelb from downtown. Throwing himself right in the mix, man. <laughs> that is awesome. And he's... So I was over there at the stadium for this media scrum. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it is a media scrum. And there are thousands of people covering the Super Bowl, as there are every year. And mm-hmm. I know we talk about this every year. But they had, a, they had a pretty well set up and organized. And that Allegiant Stadium is a little bit smaller than most of the stadiums were at Super Bowls. I think a little bit more controllable maybe. But you'll see, when you guys go to the game, you'll see just how um I think intimate the stadium is. Intimate. Yeah, it's it's got a weird intimacy. like it's smaller and I feel like the the fans are close. Hmm. I think you I think you're going to enjoy it. I do. Interesting.
2: I would not I have not felt like any NFL stadium I've ever been in was intimate. So well, like SoFi is enormous. Yeah, I've not I've not been there. I've been Jerry World. Enormous. I've been to Jerry's world. Uh, I've been to the Minnesota US Bank. Very even, big. It, even that is like enormous. Right. Mercedes Benz uh down in Atlanta. Yeah. Enormous. Enormous. Big. So this this is this is not. This is this is more intimate. I feel like it is, yes. It looks like a Roomba in the desert. <laughs> it it certainly does. Well, although the desert doesn't look like the desert the last couple of days. Oh, no, it, it doesn't.
6: Poor
3: Look how beautiful. Look at that picture the CBS Sports Network is showing right now. Yeah. How'd they build
2: that pyramid if we don't know how they built the other pyramids?
10: <laughs> Ever think about that?
2: Yeah, that's Luxor. Yeah. You know, we still isn't that crazy? We still don't know how the the original pyramids were built. We're just sitting here going about our lives, not even anybody even think or even try to figure that out mm-hmm. anymore?
3: No? Yeah, I I've actually heard uh is it Andrew Schultz, the comedian? Uh, I Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think that's who it is. Okay. I think he has the answer, but I, I don't want to repeat it because he does it in his act. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll look that up. Yeah. Uh, because I- he says the Egyptians built the uh, pyramids 4,000 years ago, and we haven't gotten anything out of Egypt other than cotton sheets since then. <laughs> Something <laughs> along those lines. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, that's awesome. hilarious.
2: That, that is pretty good. And by the way, good for Travis Kelsey answering that question the way that he did. And how funny was it where he goes, I'll see if Joka's up for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if Taylor's up to do a
3: song, which I'll see if Joka wants to collab with Taylor Swift. Spr- <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, this is a kid uh, that almost got kicked out of the University of Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, he's and probably- his, his brother took him under his wing yeah. and kind of calmed him down because he seems like a rambunctious sort.
6: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, he gets going with that, like that, that voice affect. Like he turns back into a college kid, like the way he talks. You know, yeah, yes. you could see him back then at Cincinnati
3: being a problem. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, you saw the skit, straight male friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. I, I mean, know. he's hilarious in that. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, one of the it's SNL, the,
2: yeah, the SNL, yes. SNL deals. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, he. It's I, I don't want to dislike him. I don't want to dislike. Oh, the you can't dislike him. You can. It's or just Patrick Mahomes, right? But you know, Patrick Holmes is surrounded by a lot of people that are that are put offs. Klingons. Yeah, I mean they're they're his own... wife's
3: not a Klingon, but you know, you know what
2: I'm talking about. Yeah. True. But I mean but she's just she's also someone that comes across as annoying.
3: You know, you Nate know? Nate was telling me yesterday that Patrick's brother potentially had a uh, a basketball career in college. Like he was hooping in uh high school and everything. And was a really good player, yeah. Wow, and then I don't I don't know if Nate was pulling my leg or not. I don't think he was. I mean, not about the sports part of it, yes, that was true. But he did not go into college basketball. He wanted to be a, a TikTok star,
9: and I was like, "Are you serious? I mean, is that a thing?" I guess it is a thing. No, of
3: course
2: it is. He has a better chance, or had a better chance. He doesn't now yeah. of making a career and making money via social media. They would have playing basketball. It's like impossible. oh, he was. I mean, he was. Yeah. You know, Before this latest incident. Yeah, I know. And you know what happened with that. So I don't want to be, you know, uh, looking into it too much. But there is video of him forcibly kissing that woman and her pushing him away. Right? There's video of that. Then she filed a complaint about sexual assault. All of a sudden, she stopped cooperating with the cops and did not show up and did not want to be a witness. Payoff
3: spot. 100%, 100%, yes. Yeah. Just slide a check, whatever it is, cash. Right, it's kind of like FIFA going to MetLife Stadium. Yes. I mean, I mean, you could could you have two more corruptible entities—the New Jersey state government and FIFA? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, I think the Menendez give the gold bars to the FIFA, you know, chairman, so they could bring it to MetLife Stadium. By the way, they got to remove seats at a MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I know to fit the field. I mean, I what a joke. All of that tells me like this is like. Somebody got paid off. Of some, course, was, come
2: on, man. Straight, I mean, how do you think, like Qatar and some of these places get World Cups
3: and stuff? Oh well, yeah, they get they pay off the you know the board members I of mean, FIFA.
2: F- Freaking China got back to back Olympics, <laughs> like summer and winter. They got China, 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 China. China, China. Well, maybe somebody got a yacht. China. Yeah, probably. Remember that press conference and Sepp Blatter was the guy ahead of FIFA oh, and that God, yes. and that the dude showed up and threw dollar bills in his face to like you know shame him for yeah, being corruption.
3: It's just it's unbelievable. I mean, think about this. They're they're and they're putting the, the world championship for FIFA in MetLife Stadium where they have to remove seats in order to fit a field in there. Yeah. So now if you're an NFL football player and they're doing all of this, and I remember the NFLPA was, was crowing about this. And also putting in grass for those, these well, that, games. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're putting in grass and everything else. And the NFLPA, uh, is, you know, all ticked off that they wouldn't do that for the Jets or the Giants. Because mm-hmm. as the San Francisco 49ers were saying yesterday about the practice field, that it's as bad as MetLife Stadium. <laughs> I know, which I love to see. That made me laugh.
2: Coming alive live from the Traveling Bill Ford Tough Studio here at the Blue Wire Studios at Win Las Vegas Super Bowl 58. I cannot believe this story that's out there. And I know that not everything and every report ends up being true. But this story about Mike Vrabel, according to Diana Russini of The Athletic, who is all over everything, by the way. Like, good for her. I mean, yeah. She's got her name on a left. She left the... Oh, boy. Man, oh, man, look at this oh, thing.
3: Oh, McMuffin. little I, I appreciate I am, it, man. I
10: am
2: going to, I'm going to pound town on this thing <laughs> in a break. I needed that. You have no idea. Yeah, I can imagine you needed that. Uh, anyway, I did needed that. I did needed oh, that God. is right. Um, so she puts it out that Mike Rabel's physical appearance may have been too
3: intimidating and turned teams off. That's from his agent. But she talked to his agent, and that's what his agent is saying. And I, look, I, I believe it. I'm not saying that Diane making anything up. I'm not saying she's I'm saying she went to the source. The source is the, the source. agent. The right. are, you, are you slamming now while uh, we're up? We're I need a one bite. That's all. All right, okay. <laughs> I needed. it. It was looking at me. So the agent probably told her, look, you know, I couldn't get him a job because he's too intimidating. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's the kind of coach I want on my sideline. I want an intimidating coach. Yeah, but that's like... It's like when a girl says I can't get a date because I'm too attractive
2: and people don't want to come up to me. When you probably just your personality sucks and you're high maintenance. You know what I'm saying? It can't, so you're thinking that Mike Vrabel's high maintenance? No, I'm thinking there's got to be some other reason why he's not getting hired other than his physical appearance being... T- I, that's what I want from my head coach.
3: I want a guy to come in and be I, intimidating. I agree with you. I'm just telling you that she probably spoke to his agent. And the agent said, you know, we're getting feedback that, you know, Mike is a... Aggressive looking man. What I'm is like that's, that's do- what I want. I want an aggressive looking man. I, what do you think he does? He goes into these 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 buildings for these interviews.
2: He's just scratching his nuts and stuff, and burping, and just like smacking people on the ass,
3: just like you. you <laughs> Sounds <laughs> just like you, actually. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not in a job interview. Just right. me in my everyday I, I, life. Uh, I'll tell you though, he'll be on the top of everybody's list next year, and don't be surprised if he's not on the Jets list. <laughs> yeah, but if. Aaron Rodgers is playing. Then no, listen, man. I think all bets are off. Aaron Rodgers plays and great; they'll win, and they should be able to. Everybody keep their jobs, but if he doesn't make it through, and we're right back where we started in the middle of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Jets and Giants, man. Those guys. I look. I like all of them. I want them all to do well. It's easier for us when they are doing well, but if they're not doing well next year. Belichick's out there, Vrabel's out there. Um, there'll be other. Pete Carroll will still be out there. He's probably too old. Wow, no, uh, he's not too old. I've, I don't feel like he is, but I think he's more of a West Coast guy. Yeah, you know, that's where and they got him and the Chargers would have been
2: a good spot for him, but Harbaugh was the better choice out of the two. I, but what is with this? Like, I don't like this new NFL owner take of we can't have the alpha in the building thing. Because I mean, that's the, also the GM take. Well, the GM thing, I can understand. they are
3: trying to protect their right. jobs. But
2: the owner doesn't have to. And and the owner makes the ultimate call on this stuff. And now you're telling me that, you know, Arthur Blank, potentially, and you said yesterday that, that maybe he was Bill offered the job and... And he turned it down. They moved Rich McKay to the other side of the
3: building after all these meetings all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. Interesting. Definitely interesting. I I will, you know, there's, uh, you remember Mike Lombardi, the GM? Of course. He worked with the Patriots. He worked with the Raiders for all those years. You and him had a public spat. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. But he's out here in Vegas and, you know, does a podcast. And I was listening to him talk about front offices of NFL teams. Now he would know because he's been involved. And, you know, he's talking about how it's really a protect-your-desk league and what he meant by that was everybody's just worrying about where their next job is or how to retain the job that they have. And that there are only really two people interested in winning. And that's the GM and the coach. Everybody else is covering their ass. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know how he left the NFL. I'm not sure whether it was a, you know, it was a badly, le- you know, maybe he left the pay I think he was with the Patriots the last time. But I was listening to it and it made a lot of sense. The way things go down and how insecure the entire league is.
2: All right. Who remembers, this was April of 2020. Jerry's not in here, but Eddie and Al are in Boomer. Who rem- right, so April of 2020, we are uh, all on remote. Yep, that is correct. Okay. Uh, what did Boomer and Mike Lombardi fight about
3: to get headlines in the New York Post and other
2: places? I
3: think we fought about him talking about some players' injuries you publicly, are, you are right, and I didn't like that. You are right. You remember the player?
2: You're, I think mean, that's good enough.
3: Actually, it's got to be, be a quarterback. I think it was a quarterback mm-hmm. uh, coming in, and a kid coming into the draft. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, right, you're right. You were right there. Wow. God, wow. who was it? Well, think about a guy who had a lot of injuries in college. I know it's like Michael Penix coming out of uh, Washington now. Yeah. It's the- well, I'll be looking for that big Phoenix. You know exactly Thank who you. it is. I should probably just tell you. Yeah, just tell me. Tua. Oh, it was Tua. Wow. So it was Tua. So He had the hip injury coming out of college. Remember he got hurt in the national championship game. And he had he had to go uh, get that hip surgery. Right. So uh, Mike Lombardi reported in early April that the Alabama quarterback
2: had failed two physicals from teams and broken his wrist the first day of spring practice one year. And you said, who the hell is Mike Lombardi to report? Be reporting that Tua had broken a wrist in spring practice and then rebroke it. How does he find out that information? Because he's close friends with Nick Saban. Is Nick Saban giving Mike Lombardi that information so Mike Lombardi can go running around and just absolutely
3: discredit the kid? And, yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, and for, then. For good reason. And I still don't like it. <laughs> I don't like anybody discussing somebody's private medical history openly. Lombardi <laughs> came back and said, Boomer can say whatever the F he oh, wants.
2: <laughs> I couldn't give an S. Wow. I know he's on TV and all that crap.
3: <laughs> so
2: is he? So is he? By the way, it's over this. He goes. That's great. At some point, you owe it to the people that are listening to your show to be informed. What I'm saying has nothing to do with discrediting the kid. Yeah. So he he came. That was that was funny.
3: Yeah, I didn't like the disclosure of medical injuries that nobody knew about. Yeah. No. I publicly. I. Right. I, I, I. Do well, you want your stuff out there? Hell no, man. HIPAA laws. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, he's got information because he's friendly with coaches, and I get that. Everybody wants to have the information, the inside scoop on things. Yeah. I don't really care. No, no, no. That doesn't mean I didn't listen to what I thought he what he was saying about the NFL and the the NFL offices. Of course, and that's that's what's great about this is this was just a moment in time four
2: years ago. Whatever, who cares? I just was laughing about it. Pandemic, by the way. Just laughing, thinking about when I hear Mike Lombardi, how mad he got at that. (laughs) He's old, slamming and cursing and everything else. Uh, But whatever. Yeah. So it's a it's a cover your ass league. It's a uh, it's a do everything in your power to protect yourself situation when you're a general manager but from an owner standpoint it feels like they're afraid to bring in these big time big personality alpha coaches and right. they'd rather groom a younger guy that's you know someone like a Ben Johnson who ended up turning
3: down jobs with someone like that well i mean the reason for that is because <laughs> the guy who has been the coach knows how the intermediaries can get in between the owner and the coach himself and you know uh I'm trying to think who it was. Oh God, it was a situation where uh, a coach basically just got blasted by somebody in the building and they ended up firing the coach. I forget who it was, but that's the kind of like insecurity that these buildings have. And look, NFL fans are passionate, really passionate. Yeah. And, you know, they're not afraid to put out their opinions on social media now. Owners see that. How many people have reached out to John Mara about different things, whether it be Dave Gettleman, whether it be Joe Judge? Yeah. I mean, uh, and then, of course, the Jets with Adam Gase. How long did that last? Oh, my God. I mean, not only the, the performance on the field, but it was also the way that they speak to their fan bases. is just as important because they are the face of the franchise. They're the ones that are talking every day. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that the coaches that... At have been head coaches. And if you've worked under Bill Belichick and you've worked under Bill O'Brien in Houston, so Mike Vrabel's been around people that know how the building has to be. So, in order for a general manager who may be in place to hire him, he better get along with that general manager and they better see it the same way like John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan do. Well, I mean, our. Your
2: friend who became my friend through you, a guy I respect so much as a Hall of Fame head coach, had that exact situation where him and a general manager didn't get along, and he won that battle, and that was the right way to go because he was the the guy. He ended up being the Hall of Fame coach. He ended up bringing them to two Super Bowls and winning one. And and that that happens, you know. Right. Even think about basketball.
3: that. So we're talking twenty twenty four right now, where social media is a big part of everything. Yeah, uh, this is back when Bill Cowher when he first took over at the uh, at the Steelers back in ninety two. Yep, and you know, and, and he recognized that he and his general manager were just not were seeing things the same way, right. and and uh, he finally went to the Rooney family and said, either me or him, and and that Rooney's is- selected Coach Cowher because they know how important the coach is communicate with the players and with the fan base yeah and, and bill
2: Cower wasn't going to just live in that world out of respect to do- to tom donahoe at that time he wasn't going to do that i mean he what he wanted was listen this is my shot like i'm a first time head coach here i'm taking over for chuck
3: knoll and re- remember who he was under he was under marty schottenheimer yeah, yeah. and marty schottenheimer is a very very forceful like behind us you know, in front of the camera Great guy, had the glasses on, yeah. was very bright, spoke well, mm. a great representative for the Browns and for the, the Chiefs and other teams and the Chargers. But, you know, he went into a building, he wanted to control that building. You know, and that's kind of like what Bill Belichick, does, why it's so hard to hire a guy like Bill Belichick, because he's going to tell the owner, hey man, you want to win, this is the way it's got to be done. And in this day and age, with social media and the media hounding everybody and players you know, tweeting out things or posting things on X and putting things on Instagram like Kadarius Tony. You no, know, we can't have that. Yeah. We can't have this crap. Nope. And thank God for the Chiefs that they have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. And they got Chris Jones. And, you know, they got guys that know what they're doing that can handle that. Yeah, I still cannot believe after they, they, all like of that. The, that the he's Giants here. couldn't handle that.
2: No, but they but they knew it and got rid of them immediately. Well, oh, what know? I'm
3: saying is the Giants didn't have the the inner workings for leadership to handle a player like this
2: yeah and not a lot of teams do to be fair but you're right about the Giants there's not a lot of teams that could I mean the, the best teams like the Ravens could the Chiefs could you know I, I mean
3: I don't even know the 49ers could like the best teams yeah, in the there, league but could. like the 49ers may not bring in a guy like Kadarius Tony the Packers would not bring in a guy like Kadarius mm-hmm. Tony you know what I'm saying thank you how was he even here right now after all of this i don't understand well because you don't you don't know him like they know him i feel like They're I around him, him every day they probably understand you know who he is as a person and what he's all about so they i'm sure they kind of laugh at it a little bit yeah but they also clearly <laughs> made up injuries to get him off the field because he was
2: dropping too many balls and he was taking too many penalties well, in key situations you're
3: saying that Because he said that they made up an injury. Yeah. And Andy Reid refuted that because if Andy Reid is found to have made up an injury, they Mm -hmm. can get fined significantly, maybe even lose draft picks. That is correct. But I think what they, if you want to really, what I believe happened is they just want to remove him from the situation because the fans came down on him and they came raining down on him. And he was dropping footballs this year. Yeah. Remember, he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, I know. I remember. I made so, some money line- I- off of that. I felt like he was on track maybe to get his game straightened out. And I'm telling you, if he doesn't line up offsides against the Bills and that Travis Kelsey to Kadarius Tony play ends up happening, that's one of the greatest plays we've ever seen in, in a football game. Yeah. I and unfortunately, that one time, well, in other times in the game, he had lined up offside, but they hadn't thrown the flag. Yeah. This time they decided to throw the flag. And that's why certain people think, like, this game is rigged. Yeah.
2: Who would you rather be, like, stuck at a two-hour dinner with? Kadarius Toney or
3: Jackson Mahomes? You're thinking. Well, I don't know. I mean, at least Kadarius has done some stuff on the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he was a first-round draft pick. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, Jackson, I mean, Jackson you know, forced himself on a woman. He did. Total sleaze
2: ball spot. But there's things about, like, you could like, delve into, like, What's going on with Taylor and Britney and Thomas and I all don't, those I, things. Know, I don't really
3: care. I mean, honestly. You what do you mean you don't care? You talk about it all the well, time Well, that part of it I yeah. don't care about. I know you do. You like the salacious part, the housewives, some bravo and all this other stuff. <laughs> you you love want, that I'd want crap. to know
2: about that. Like Kadari, yeah. I, the, my initial reaction would be Kadarius Tony, but I'm thinking about like all the juice that maybe Jackson Mahomes could give me. You know? And then we'd kiss. <laughs>
9: <laughs>
2: because every
3: kiss begins with
2: K. Yeah, sure. I'm on the Fan and CBS Sports Network, live from the win in Las Vegas at the
6: beautiful Blue Wire Studios.
9: <laughs>
2: I'm on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. I am. Amazed every time I see the sphere, no matter what it's doing, I'm totally amazed by it. And we were playing uh, Top Golf y- yesterday, it was in the distance, and we saw it change from the Chiefs' helmet to the
4: Niners' helmet. Yeah, it was so cool. <clears throat> and you're going out, you're going into the sphere for a tour, are you not? Yeah, Thursday, the sphere, 2 p.m. It's not a tour, it's like they have like an, a the oh. sphere experience, <laughs> a show, it's like a, a nature film of some sort, and another thing,
3: kind of like a planetarium yeah, experience. I think so. Yes, that's yeah, what I, I think. think. Yes, yeah, you got to tell me
2: if that's worth doing it because I actually, I kind of want to see that and I'm, I'm not. we're not getting into that U2 show.
3: It'd be crazy. Why, what do you mean? We'll just call Jim Dolan. He loves us. That's true. <clears throat> he loves you. I don't know. Does he love me? I don't know. He, he, I, doesn't he hate WFM because of Maggie Gray? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so ridiculous, but you're right. Yes. Yeah. Was that? Well, anyway. Yeah, so anyway. So uh, the Nixon Rangers on AM only now? AM only? Yeah, because ESPN's oh, uh, getting right. their I FM stick. I
2: about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Well, what
3: are you going to do, huh? I don't know. Yeah, call James Dolan. Say let's. Uh, I actually a want sure to work out a deal. Get the Knicks and the Rangers over to WFAN. Yeah, perfect. The split signals. We can carry them both, just like that. Bing bang, There, there is this 49er helmet on the sphere right now. The, sp- cool. the sphere. Yeah, gotta love that. And there it goes that's to the Chief cool. helmet. Awesome. So now I was told when I was out here shooting the Super Bowl greatest commercials Friday at eight o'clock on CBS, um, they were there's a smaller sphere built in California somewhere, maybe Bakersfield, maybe Smaller sphere. Yeah, and they and they they run all that stuff out there to the sphere here. Oh, really? So where's the small the small spheres got the same I'll, stuff hey, on I'll it? Google that, will you? Small sphere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Google the, the sphere in California, and then I don't care. <laughs> yes, you do. You should care. <laughs>
2: Uh, Okay, Uh, Jerry is back. In the meantime, let's hear about some sports. What's going on,
8: Jerry? Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh, humid, gray dog food delivered right to your door. And also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Um, I'm only starting with this because I want to get to a second clip. But just to wrap up the Kadarius Tony stuff from uh, opening night last night um, with the Super Bowl week beginning. He was asked about uh, talking about the whole uh, rant and everything. Last hour, we told you that it was chopped up. Here's where he tells us that it was because of big blue fans.
5: I've never attacked the chief, never said anything about the Chiefs who I was referring to. was The Giant fans, the people that in my comment, you know what I'm saying? My comment box, not even on my live recording. So you wouldn't even know they were there. But I was referring to them, which I shouldn't have. The comment box? So <laughs> what? the comments.
3: Oh, oh, comments. His I, thought, I thought he meant like they're coming at him. No. It's the comment box. He's talking about the <laughs> comments that are reacting to what he is saying I'm or what box. he is doing. Yes. Okay,
8: fair enough. It's the Giants fans.
3: So again, but this is this is the problem with social media. He's reacting to like You're individuals right. that he doesn't even know. <laughs>
2: A, this is one guy in my comment box named Sean Morash. <laughs> <laughs> coming after me. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. That he's blaming Giants fans. But whatever. I mean, So he's, be it. Exactly.
8: It's just like, uh, it's Young now, Joker. I play this, on, not for the, the quote, but because of the person, I guess, that was right next to the person asking the question. Okay. So this is Kadarius. Tony, you know these media nights are a little crazy. So here's the here's the first piece where they're asking about how good he is. Your number one receiver in this
5: league. Yeah, if I get it, yeah. If I get the ball, yeah. <laughs>
8: That wasn't the one I wanted. The other one starts with a horrific cough. So play the play the next one. <laughs> that is how the whole thing was supposed to be. That cough's in the beginning of it. <laughs> and one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, exactly. It sounds like our studio. I
2: was gonna say, it sounded like me when I woke up this morning.
9: Like, <laughs> <laughs>
8: Gosh. Oh boy! Um, in terms of actual football for the game, here is one from Rasheed Rice. Um, I guess the I know they were on the road, but boy, they are really embracing this underdog role. Yeah. Here was Rice uh, discussing that.
5: Yeah, I mean, anytime uh, you, you you call the Kansas City Chiefs the underdogs, uh, we kind of we take that to heart. Obviously, everybody knows you know, what we're capable of and what we do best. But, I mean, if you want to call us the underdogs, you know we'll be able to show up on game day.
8: They have Patrick Mahomes. I understand, but come on. Here's Mahomes. Yes. I,
3: I was just going to say, you know, the interesting story going into this Super Bowl is the 49er defense and how they blistered mm-hmm. by their own fan base about their lack of effort. And supposedly, of course, to Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch's credit, they said, we we held all these meetings in-house, we'll keep it in-house. And they're very aware because of social media, because fans will post pictures of guys loafing on the field. And
8: videos. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, It's a problem. And it all started with the golf. Remember, people used to send the videos in or they would at the PGA Tour when they saw a guy on TV. Right. that a bigger loser than someone who does that, by the way. Watches
2: that and then calls in rule violations from their house. I mean, that's like just a straight up
3: I could see spot. you. I could actually see you. Hell doing no, that. I mean, you're oh. so into golf. And you ran into Brooks Kepka oh. yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's right. Which is what I heard. And I heard I it didn't totally go well. F- what? No, it what? went well. I heard it didn't go well. I heard you guys. I thought it run- did. You guys got pictures, no? Oh, you guys were running after him. And, yeah, right, yeah. You know. I, I had, you know what? I had totally forgotten about that. <laughs> um, you were running after Brooks Kepka, what, in the hallway out here? No, I didn't run. By the restaurant. didn't
2: the run. Restaurant. We just got a quick picture. didn't run. Yeah. Oh. It, what do you mean? You kind of took off after him. So? I mean, you'd take after Leonard Nimoy if he was still alive. <laughs> so yeah, He not. said William Shatner. He would. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, guy's one of the
3: best golfers in the world. And we did have him in studio. He, did not, he didn't remember that. If that's this right after he won the PGA championship, right? Or was the year going into the PGA championship? So he was the defending champion.
2: Yeah. And then his wife was was there. Jenna Sims was there too. Yeah. She was
4: annoyed that we had stopped him, I think. That I'd be annoyed if it. you stopped me too. Maybe because did you recognize her and say, hello, Jenna? Maybe she felt like she's always not getting recognized. No, but she did look at us and
2: say, you're the guys who didn't tip that waitress on the plane. Right.
3: By the way, she wasn't a waitress, <laughs> she was a flight attendant. You know, She's a professional. I know. I if something know. happened, she would have to, like, you know, jump into action to save your asses.
2: <laughs> Who's got those Brooks Kepka pictures? And by the way... They're not on my phone. Steven, maybe?
3: And by the way, Adam, you know, did you did you ask Brooks Kepka about, you know, jumping to live or any of that? Yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, like, like I'm <laughs> going to
2: do that in the middle of
3: the the win. Like you, you took the Saudi money. You. But actually, you know, he was the only one that was truly honest about all of it. Yeah. If you remember, he said, you know, I have a bad knee. I don't know if I'll be able to win on the tour again. I took the money, man. The money is what, what made me jump
8: to it. Yeah. So do we think we'll see more guys roaming around here now since they've obviously come into town for the event this week? I hope so. That'd be cool. And you see John Rom. Who else
2: is... uh? Phil Mickelson. Phil, Bryson DeChambeau, Pat Perez, not Fat Perez. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Perez was another guy who was honest about it. He's like, what are you guys, nuts? Like, <laughs> like I'm just guaranteed money right to my bank account from yes. these Saudis. What do you think? I'm great. I'm Pat Perez, for God's sake.
9: <laughs> you know, he <laughs> basically
3: said that. And I think I think he's, he's going through a divorce right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Very public divorce. Well, the wife decided to say, hey, I'm taking all of it. Is <laughs> that so, what they all do? I don't think that's unique to Pat Perez.
2: I think that's sort of just what happens.
8: All right, so that'd be a good transition. Hey, Brian, do me a favor. Skip the next two. Let's get to Shannon Sharp. Uh, They were talking about breakups. Shannon and Chad Cinco on this uh, Nightcap podcast. And here was Shannon okay that a former girlfriend of his went a different direction.
5: My girlfriend at the time, she was amazing. Um, And we're still cool today because she was up front with me and said, Shannon, I want to move on. I want to go see somebody else. Oh, hell no. She (laughs) tried my dog like
8: that. (laughs) 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 So they're having that conversation. And then Chad says, maybe you need to try new things as you're going here. And we had to bleep out part of this.
5: Don't spend your money. Let me live. No, 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 no. If you want to live, let's live. Let's open up Pandora's box in some other areas of your life. How about let's start eating? Stop. How about let's start there? Hold on. Hey! No, no, nah, nah, you so us you wanna live, right? How about we start sucking some toe?
9: <laughs> Holy
8: Christ. <laughs> <gosh. laughs> <laughs> sucking toes and eating bleep. <laughs> you can figure out what he was talking about. Jesus. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, <laughs> they're off the rails is what yeah. they are <laughs> you know it's off funny the rails
2: podcast I, um, funny and they actually start like the few times I've listened to the whole thing they start like just talking about what happened in the NFL
8: <laughs> well no no they always they do three hours yeah 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 so uh, a lot of it I would guarantee you Two plus hours of it is like real sports. And then they get into these topics at some and point. Notice how you don't cut
3: up any of the real sports. Oh, who cares what they think? <laughs> 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 it's,
8: it's more their fun. I think they get bored with the real sports. Let's get into the real stuff. And I will say, too, a big assist to Marco Belletti, who actually goes through these things. And he's the one that found these clips last night. He's, so. got, he, he's got no personal life, Marco. So it's what he does. He's at
6: work. Just, <laughs> can put stuff into the system. It's you know, you got, so, you, so got it, you
3: got, you have to get me the sound of Chris Mad Dog Russo you, referring to Dan Orlovsky. Right. I had that as written in, sk- NFL Scrub. I have it written in scrub, for, because okay. I see, I, I see the video of it. Yes, and I swear to God. He looks like he is high.
8: He probably is. Yeah. He looks like he is high, and just looks like his eyes are going different. He tells ways. you all the time <laughs> that he likes the gummies and he takes them. So yeah, I he don't might think have been. He, he would do it on the air. I'm telling
3: you, if you look at this video, yeah. Yeah,
8: a lot of people
2: he have said is this. effed
3: up. I had so not seen one hundred percent total. Like I, this huh. is
8: how he's so. I This is how I'm expecting you to be uh, Thursday morning. I have <laughs> no, I won't be May. I have it set for next hour. Do you want them to try and find it now, real quick? It's no, fifty next seconds. Fine. Next hour. I, I'm
3: just. I'm looking at the video here. Somebody sent me the video. I I'm know. Like, this. What is he
8: doing? He looks out there. I agree. I know. I saw it. I know. Uh, the Giants reportedly naming uh, Shane Bowen their new defensive coordinator, six years in Tennessee. You have the Seahawks. Well, we said that already. Jay Harbaugh. Whatever. Uh, Eagles open the se- their season Friday night, September 6th in Brazil. Uh, not sure who they will play yet. That'll be announced sometime soon. Uh, let's get to, because I want to get to your Rangers. But first, the Nets last night took on Steph Curry and the Warriors.
10: Curry played tightly by Cam Thomas. Curry rips him left, goes
2: down the lane, soaring to the rim, and a finger roll is good for Steph Curry. He's got 26 as the Warriors go up by 8 with a minute 40 to go.
8: And that's Chris Carino with the call on the fan. He would score 29 is what he would finish with. And the Warriors beat the Nets 109 98. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga had 28 and 10. Nets right back at it tonight. They take on Kyrie Irving in the Dallas Mavericks. You got the Knicks playing the Grizzlies coming up later tonight. Also of note, the Mavericks did beat the Sixers last night, 118 to 102. And we were talking about the Clippers yesterday, 25 and five last 30, 26 and five. They won again last night as they beat the Hawks. This was not an overtime game. The final score last night, the Clippers 149, the Hawks 144. How many three-pointers did each team take? Uh, I'm sure a lot. But, I mean, that's a four-quarter. I think I think the Clippers scored 49 points in the fourth quarter, Jeez. which is uh, pretty wild, yes. College basketball tonight. You got Rutgers at Maryland on WCBS 880 at 630. St. John's plays DePaul. UConn facing Butler, Fordham, VCU. All right, your Rangers last night. As we get to it, 1-1 game. We go to overtime.
6: Lafreniere. Now there's a the Zabedigen, Drops it off. Lafreniere.
8: Cuts in. Shoots in! Lafreniere. Wins it in overtime. And there was your game winner, Sam Rosen on MSG. Artemi Panarin did tie the game. And so 2-1 was the final as the Blue Shirts pick up the extra point and win in overtime. Here was Alex Lafreniere. Nice way to come out of the All-Star break. It was big against... Uh... Really good
10: team in in this league, and, uh, you know, we uh, wanted to play better defense, and, uh, no, I think we did a good job, and um, it was a big win for us coming back uh, from the break.
3: No doubt. Jonathan Quick was unbelievable last night. I think he got the first start of the game. He also got a, um, I think he also got an
8: assist on that Lafayette goal. Mm, How about that? Very nice. Yep, 32 saves for him as well, and the Islanders were tied 2-2 with the Maple Leafs in the third.
6: Morgan Riley turned over to Brock Nelson Nelson steps up the wall and set up This misfired on the one-timer oh, yeah. now he sets up Nelson save rebound scores oh boy who got it the yeah.
1: former
8: Brendan Burke and Butch Goring on MSG <clears> 3 <throat> 2. The Islanders beat the Maple Leafs had, last uh, night. So I they, think they had a 2 1 lead going late into the third. It was and, Tavares' and, the score, right? Right. Tavares
3: tied it, I believe. And yep. then Engvall got it with uh, before the game expired. So that was a good two points
8: for the Islanders for sure. And you got the Devils taking on the Avalanche tonight. And one quick one because you talk about the three pointers in that Clipper Hawk game. I think the Nets shot 17 threes in the first quarter last night. Really? So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure.
3: In the Clipper Hawk game, uh, 20 of 39 for the Hawks, three points, and 21 of 35
8: for the Clippers. That is precision. That's that's a lot of threes, but they made more than half of them. Yeah,
3: that's actually pretty good. I got to get rid of the three point line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry, good
2: stuff. We'll see you next hour. It's Boomerangio coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. All right, Boomerangio on the fan and CBS Sports Network live from the wind here in las vegas super bowl 58 what time is it locally right now it's four forty-seven in the morning it is seven forty-seven back in new york and uh we do this show from 3 to 7 in the morning here and then boomer does all sorts of stuff after that and it's a <clears throat> crazy schedule but uh, it <clears throat> is all worth it because this is a big deal first ever super bowl in las vegas uh, you know, we're talking about Jerry taking this gummy and getting high on the show tomorrow, or Thursday, I guess it would be. Yes. Did you see Michael Bublé at the All Star festivities? The, mushroom,
3: the mushrooms. Yeah, so
2: this guy. The NHL All Star. Yeah, the NHL All Star weekend. He was there as like an ambassador and, and ate mushrooms, like psychedelic mushrooms, and yeah. was completely high during the interview. And then also, I guess, there was a ceremonial puck drop. And he was just like in another world and admitted that he was. And Michael Buble is someone that you don't, I mean, I guess.
3: He, I think of Christmas songs. Yeah, right. That's what everybody thinks about.
2: But I mean, I guess I saw something from our buddy uh, KFC at Barstool. I guess they had him on his podcast and he's he's apparently like just a, a normal guy who isn't like a real cheese ball Christmas person, which we just thought that he was. Very
3: disappointing. I want a cheese ball Christmas person sing, singing my Christmas songs. But
2: he's not. He's more of like a a man's man. He's an everyday guy. Yeah.
3: Kind of like Justin Bieber. Did you see him on skates? I did, actually. I just saw that in the break. Someone posted that on Oh, really? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Oh, he was was a great hockey player when he was a kid. Yeah. And, you know, music or hockey, music or hockey. Now, I don't know if this is true, but because of the skills that the 29-year-old Justin Bieber showed at the NHL All-Star game, a couple teams reached out to him. Oh, come on. I don't know if that's true. There's no way. Of course, it's not true. He can't play in the NHL, man. They they said he put on a show at the NHL All Star Game. They, come on,
2: they, you really think that there were teams that reached out to him? I mean, I guess like from a promotional
3: standpoint, yeah, it would, you wouldn't have to pay him a lot of money. <laughs> you'd have to pay in the league minimum at least, right? Yeah, but he's got so much money; it doesn't matter. That is true. Who do you think the
2: Who do you think the most famous Canadian is? Right now, no in the history of Canada. Wow Wayne Gretzky. what about Celine Dion?
3: Celine Dion's up there, yeah uh, Brian Adams Brian Adams is in the conversation, but definitely no, he's not. not he's in the conversation. I mean, all right, so we just talking about we talking about uh you know prime, prime ministers or anything yeah, or? any anybody uh, Wayne Gretzky, how could no. it not be Wayne Gretzky?
2: I think Celine Dion had more of a <clears> mass appeal <throat> that's what I think.
3: Titanic. I mean, on. you know, you're talking about the great one. The great yeah. one that has set records that maybe Ovechkin's getting close, but nobody else is even remotely even close. Yeah, he he is Michael Jordan of Canada. Right. But I would say that
2: you know, Michael Jackson at the height of his fame was more famous than Michael Jordan was. Sometimes music and entertainment kind of trumps the the sports things, like it's Taylor hard.
3: Swift and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like so that's why I think more it's, people know Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes. Just did some googling. Alexander Graham Bell, Canadian. Canadian. Yep.
2: But I mean, you, you think of him as being famous, you know? Like everybody knows. You can say nobody doesn't know Celine Dion. Like if you went out and asked Alexander Graham Bell to someone out here, they wouldn't know that. It probably wasn't Canadian.
3: Know. Or they wouldn't know that, you know, in, you know, who he was telling.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I also think that Justin Bieber's in that conversation. The reason why I brought that up. I think Bieber and Celine Dion and Wayne Gretzky are the three. What about my man, Marc Messier? I, yeah, but he's sort of like the Brian Adams of this conversation. Oh, you know? think so? Okay. He's, he's in the mix, but not really taken seriously. You know? Right. So I would, I, I'm going with Celine Dion. How about a famous Montreal Canadien? The most famous Montreal Canadian? Yes. Well, I mean, Patrick Waugh, he's up there, right? You would think so, but I'm, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Guy Lafleur. Guy Lafleur, the flower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very specific. What about the most famous Toronto maple leaf ever? Ever? That's oh, got to be from, like, way back, right, when they actually were relevant. I don't know.
3: Austin Matthews is pretty popular. <laughs> yeah, but you know, of uh, all time? Yeah, all time. You tell, you tell Austin, me the greatest. Also, if you had to start the 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 first line, I, I'm sure there's somebody that I'm missing. But they, they haven't won a cup in a gazillion years. Our buddy Ardley's crying every freaking playoffs.
4: How about Matt Sundin? Matt Sundin, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: Doug Gilmore. <laughs> nah, I'm telling you, Matt, Austin Matthews right now would be your starting center on that team. On like you know how they. So, like in Ranger history, you have the we have the, the guys up in the rafters. Mm-hmm. All right, but you know, I think you're going to start your team with who Mark Messier, right? Yeah. And by the way, Tim Horton has to be the most famous Maple yeah. Leaf. Yeah, oh, there farm. you go. People now know him as a restaurateur. That's right, but he's got to be the guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if if Celine Dion, Tim Horton's got to be there because everywhere you go in Canada, these are Tim Hortons. Right.
2: That's he's probably the guy. All right. <clears> so if <throat> we have Celine Dion. Wayne Gretzky, Justin Bieber, Canada, the most famous Mexican of all time, Pancho Villa. I got I got a better one. I think Montezuma, Anthony Munoz. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's more popular, Pancho Villa or Montezuma? Eight seven. But <laughs> I mean, I feel like Montezuma still to this day with Montezuma's revenge. revenge. yes, of course. He's like a thing.
3: You ever had that? No, you did. I had it in Acapulco, yeah. 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 And you had to uh, Akka Joes. you had Joes. I had to go into the bathroom in Joes, man. Yeah, I know. That
2: story stuck with me. I think it's because, you know why it stuck with me? Because that was the, the last time that you went in a public place. Yes. Was that. And I remember, and you like, gave the year, it was like it was like the 80s. Yeah, it was. Crazy. 1985. <laughs> Montezuma's Revenge in Acapulco in, 19, yeah, in 1985 that was the Mike, for that was the last time that Boomer duped in a public bathroom
4: explosive I, diarrhea he was, right.
3: oh I was three years old that was brutal man
4: I, I think, think I, I had
3: I ordered a steak and it came out and it tasted like tongue ah I, I, think sort of like was,
2: that, I think it actually was tongue sort of like that sausage we just had
3: right <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes yes <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! Watch out! So uh, I saw this photo that you had with Brooke, Brooks Capge. He looked like he was engaged.
2: Oh yeah, no, he was. I, oh, Eddie's, okay. Eddie's just
3: being a, you know what? <laughs> <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Who didn't go well. But hey. did, did you talk to him at all? Or you, or you just took the picture and said, no, thanks "No, I talked
2: to him." I, I said,
3: I, "I, said we had you in studio at the
2: radio show. You yes. know, we're big fans of you." And then they jumped to live. They right, mm-hmm. took the Saudi money. You,
3: you I <laughs> did <D-bag>. Not <laughs> okay, to say that.
2: No, I like I like Brooks. I think Brooks is awesome. I love his personality. I think he's a great player. Remember,
3: he was complaining about Bryson DeChambeau and how slow Bryson DeChambeau played at that time. Yeah, Bryson's a
2: strange dude, man. If you watch his YouTube stuff, he is so he's like a computer.
3: He's he's more computer than he's he is analytics. human. He's Mr. Analytics. Oh my god! And, and Brooks, that's what was driving Brooks Kepka crazy. Yeah.
2: yeah, they are. They could not be <clears throat> two more different people. Yes. <laughs> All right, Boomer and Geo, coming to you live from the Traveling Built Ford Tough studio here at the Blue Wire Studios at the Wynn Las
3: Vegas. Uh, very quickly. Why can't they put a Boomer and Geo logo up on the Sphere? They could, but it they would probably cost us. What do you mean cost us? CBS has probably got to deal with the Sphere.
6: Do they? Yeah, I think they well, it should have CBS Sports there. Yeah, right does. That. Oh, okay. Or yes. well, maybe they can put you on their own release That's true. That's true.
3: That's right. right. We were talking about that yesterday. Um, Um, We were left out, but yet we're creating more content than anybody else. (laughs) That that is true. Uh, Just very quickly, with
2: the famous Canadians, Drake, we forgot, and Jim Carrey. They have to be in the conversation. Okay, they are, but they're they're still not
3: Wayne Gretzky. I'm sorry. Or Celine Dion. It's one of those two. You got this thing about Celine Dion. Well, not the, I don't have a thing about her. And by the way, Taylor Swift like blew her off the other night on stage. That was another thing that people got ticked off at. Yeah, I didn't see that, but then they hugged later, didn't they? I think later they did. Okay. So they made I it did think up. Probably because she realized that she snubbed her. Oh, okay. <clears> Someone <throat> said, you got to go make that right. Yeah, somebody, you know, got mad at her on social media or something like that. I
2: saw Ed Sheeran during the uh, Taylor Swift that first speech where she was just thanking herself and Doing all that self announcing
3: our new uh, yeah, album, really. like
2: the camera was put on him, and you could—he was mouth—he mal- mouthed BS, like you know the word bull crap, and
3: could, you could see. So it. he was mad that she got it as opposed to him, or she was—he was just mad at what she was saying. Mad at what she was saying. Also, well, me and Ed Sheron on the same page. Same, right? I, <laughs> I, I, by the way, I do have a scenario that one of my friends sent me this morning. Scenarios, scenarios. I wish I could have come up with this. Okay, but I didn't. So, we got this Friday night game, then some Paulo is uh, Brazil, right? Yeah, with the Eagles in it, right? Okay. So, Fox, that should be their game. That should be Tom Brady's opening night. In Brazil? And where's his wife from? Giselle. Oh, yeah, but they're divorced now. But maybe she flips the coin. What? Why would they do that? Who's the most famous Brazilian? Ah, <laughs> uh, good question. Giselle. Pele. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good yeah. call on your part, Eddie. Good job, Eddie. But but Giselle's gotta be up there.
6: No. What do you what mean, no? no? I mean, yeah, Pele? <laughs> yeah, but Giselle's up there. Pele's uh, the uh, answer, okay.
2: but she's up there.
3: Has I mean did that how many covers of how many international magazines yeah. has Giselle
6: done? He, he is, and
3: she married. married Tom Brady and, and they were at every freaking Super Bowl okay. together.
6: He's a he's a national hero. I don't know if she's considered such I think so. Oh,
3: why wouldn't she be? Uh I
6: you, mean, don't,
3: you don't respect what she's done did for a living or three what?
4: World Cups. Ronaldo. Yeah, oh, Yeah, very good. Neymar.
3: Ronaldinho. Where's um uh, where's Maradona from? Argentina. Argentina. Oh, he's Argentinian, okay. Uh Adriana Lima.
2: Hmm? Alessandra Bruggio. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: I mean Anderson Silva, the fighter. But There's don't you think room.
3: that would be good if you had Tom Brady doing his first game from Brazil? That would be amazing. But
6: it's open for bidding, so would Fox have to
3: bid on that? Yeah, I'm sure they would have to bid on it as a separate game. So just so you understand, that game that was on Peacock this year that got sold for hundred and ten million dollars. Prior to this year, you know, CBS bought the ones the previous years. We had a, that was a separate entity that was separate from the contracts. Oh, we didn't spend that much. Yeah, by the way, I think that I'm
2: telling you, I think we got rancid sausage. Uh oh. I'm feeling it right now. I'm getting bubble guts. I the second I bit into that thing, <clears> it tasted <throat> it tasted foul. And I and I, I did ingest some of it before I threw the rest of it out.
3: Yeah, I threw out I, your mic again. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Sorry about okay. that. I can't good. tell with this thing. All good. So I uh yeah, I I took a bite and I probably threw 3 quarters of that sausage out. Yeah, you've been burping enough. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's You you're unbelievable. Right in the middle of your one read before, you just let mm-hmm. one out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I at least I shut the mic off. I got Sean Kennedy gave us rancid sausage. Yeah. It's uh, gone right like into diarrhea. Like,
4: Everything's right. diarrhea. <laughs> right into the <laughs> stomach. Are we going right into the stomach
3: flu now?
2: No, 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 no,
4: no. It'd be food poisoning. Uh, I will say the bathrooms right here at the Wynn, the public bathrooms. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, and individual, not only individual stalls, but with, with nice doors
6: and very clean. And, and privacy. Uh, very yeah, private. Good, very private. And fee- so we have
3: to go in there. Yep.
6: Yeah. Ugh. As and opposed it, to running upstairs. This time of night, hardly anyone in there, so.
2: Yeah. I'm not really worried about that and worried about straight up food poisoning. Like if I have food <laughs> poisoning, that's a that's an issue. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. I see you're wearing your nice CBS Super Bowl fifty eight jacket. This,
9: jacket.
3: Yes.
2: this is awesome. I'm gonna wear this all the time. Like just this is a great fall spring jacket. Okay. Goes with everything. Nice logo on the side. Yeah, do you see the inside? You it's got the inside. luggage. Look at the inside's got the logo in Oh yeah. Uh anyway. Very nice. Most famous Brazilians. (laughs) (laughs) I have a list here. Uh, One, Pele. Two, Paulo Coelho. You know him? Author. I don't, I have no idea. Not, not more than Giselle. Three, Neymar. Four, Oscar Niemeyer. Architect. You know him? Old school, back in the day. Back in the day, not right? Oscar
6: Meyer, but Oscar Niemeyer.
2: Oscar Niemeyer. Yeah, <laughs> no, Oscar
6: Meyer did not come from this. <laughs> That'd be
2: great. <laughs> yeah, Giselle. I mean, they, they, they don't even have, she's not even top 10. She's 8. number eight. They have Fernando... What,
3: what are you shaking your head at? Being a top 10 person from a country is pretty good. It is great, but the other people he <laughs> mentioned,
4: we know Giselle right off the bat. Right. We don't, that's not the case. You don't know
3: the
2: others. architect. No. Fernanda Montenegro, actress, is ahead of Giselle, and so is Alice Braga. Who's well, the an thing actress. about
3: what I'm saying is that these those folks, maybe all within Brazil, and some playing for the flag in the country in the World Cup, very big deal. However, Giselle, international superstar, known everywhere maybe not as beloved as some of these others in Brazil. Maybe that may be the thing. Yeah, we're talking about Q rating here. But I'm talking talking about, about, everybody kind of knows Giselle. Yeah, Yeah, come on. No, absolutely. Sports fans, kind of like Taylor Swift now. Yeah. Sports fans are paying more attention. Swifties are paying more attention to sports, kind of with the Giselle thing and all,
2: right? Don't you think? Yeah, I know. I agree. Absolutely. Top two. It's Pele and it's her. By the way, now all I'm getting is texts with people, (laughs) with famous Canadians. Yes, I know. So, So Pete Hoffman goes, John Candy was on his way to being the most famous Canadian, but he passed away at 44. Another guy with an oversized
3: tongue. <coughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Hoffman or John Candy? John Candy. So that's why Hoffman knows him. Oh, okay. That's Both guys that's with oversized idol. tongues.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Yes. How are you feeling right now? I feel fine. Do you? Yeah. <sighs> Not good. Do we need a bucket in here? No, no, no. I think it's that's those more, helmets right there.
6: If you need, oh.
2: imagine if I the Chiefs, <laughs> that would be awful. That would be terrible. Yeah, I don't. I think. We, I think that. We, uh, I think we got some. We got some rancid sausage. I, yeah, all it's, right. It's, it's, I, tearing, I, I mean, it's I, tearing through me right now <laughs> as we speak. It is. It is eating my insides up. Where do you think it is right now? Stomach or in? Has it made its way to the intestines? No, it's in the intestines right now. It's just stabbing me. It's just in there, just stabbing <laughs> my intestines. I mean, this is you know what it kind of worst reminds case me. scenario. What do you
3: mean? Ugh. Oh my God! Boy. It
6: this reminds bad. me
3: of Eddie and his uh, tomato juice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, don't make me think about that. <laughs> uh, I'm you're like, talking like, yourself into this, by the yeah. way. <sighs> I'm t- I don't feel. I'm t- I and feel like it's and bubbling. And will Drew Barrymore care as long as Boomer still shows up? <laughs> no, of course. Not. <laughs> we do. Dude, by the way, we're reading off a prompter. Did you see the script? We have a script
2: There's a script that was sent to us. Yeah. Really? Yep. And we're reading off a prompter. Yellow. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yep. And I there's an opportunity. Let's see. There is, is there
3: any opportunity like for free, you know, to yes, just let there it go freestyle?
2: Yes. And, and we end, like, it's like one of these things where we
3: read a, a news story or something, a headline. Are you doing that or am I doing we're that? We're both doing it. You've got one, I've got one. Oh, so it says Geo, then you read, then it says Boomer, then I read. Yeah. Yep. So it would be interesting. Yep. Where the hell, who sent it to me? Because I'll, I'll tell, tell you, Stephen yesterday, Warren. doing Monday QB, uh, there was a little prompter problem, you know, and Adam Shine was the host. Yeah. And he's so good at it, it just, you know, he could just flow right into whatever we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was just imagining, like one of us idiots doing it, like me and <laughs> Phil Sims, or I think Nate could handle it. Yeah, but the rest of us would be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <like>, Man. <laughs> <laughs> we'd get locked up. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what am I saying? <laughs> Who's someone sent us this? It's, you got to remember, this is like CBS Entertainment, man.
2: I, I sent one from a, a while ago. Is that the I last one you got? I got it. Yeah, I got it. Now I finally found it. So it was you. All right, here we go. I got the. They they have this all. Like, or Boomer and geo. All right, let's. So, Drew, this is this is Drew. Why don't
3: you play Drew? Maybe Al can get it out and play Drew. And, uh, <laughs> excuse me. And where and what, what is the other thing? So, I uh, who sent this email? Al did. Al Duke sent an email out. Yeah, it says, uh, Tuesday show, Monday show. I might be able to text this to you. All right. Uh, Drew Barrymore show rundown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. You got it? Yep.
2: All right. So if you open it up. Yep, I got it. I see it. And you scroll down. I see props. You scroll down to Boomer and Geo. It's like uh, page oh, wow. six. Oh, we're on page
3: six? That's yeah, good. page six. All right. Do you have it, Al?
4: No. Okay.
3: Uh, right. Boomerang Size and preset Super Bowl on desk. Greg Giannotti preset Super Bowl on desk.
2: Yep. Okay, there we go.
3: Who's yep. Ross Matthews,
2: her co host? Okay. He was on uh, Jay Leno for a while on E. Okay, all good. right. So, uh, all right. So, you're Drew, Al. All right. On, let what me get what to, page is this on there? Six. Okay. And it says Drew, Boomer, Geo. Okay, hold, cool. hold on. Page six. Yeah. You got to scroll down. Page six. Page oh, number six. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That's where it starts. Oh, I see. I see. Hold. Just wait one second. Put your glasses on, man. You're struggling eight, over there. No, I got it. It's a read through. Yeah. We're going to do a read through here for <laughs> Drew Barrymore show.
8: And it all says, right. Here Discuss. we go. Discuss.
2: All right, ready? Yes. All right, Drew, go for it.
8: Boomer,
4: Geo, let's kick things off by tackling the biggest headline of them all, Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers play this Sunday. Now, before you hit the airwaves.
2: No, wait, wait, no. that's oh, no, it's wait. still Drew's line. Oh, it's still Drew. Oh. oh, it says Boomer there. Yeah, yeah it's confusing. Yeah.
4: Boomer, before you hit the airwaves, you were an all-star quarterback <laughs> for the Bengals. <laughs> In the 1989 Super Bowl. What's your prediction for the game? You know, Drew, this
3: Sunday will be the ninth Super Bowl rematch in the history of the game. The 49ers last appeared in the Super Bowl back in 2020 where they actually lost to the Chiefs. Their last Super Bowl win was way back when in 1994, 29 years ago. Now, if the Chiefs win, Patrick Mahomes will join Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, and Troy Aikman as the only starting quarterbacks with three Super Bowl rings. How about that? Now it says <laughs> now it says discuss there. Yeah, so discuss. So now we're going to discuss. What are we discussing? We discuss the Super Bowl. Yeah, but she asked me a question and I go into Reading that without even responding
2: to her, yeah, yeah. Well, that's you responding to her. That's what they would like you to say. And then we, we, well, she
3: says like, "What's your prediction for the game?" I don't really give a prediction. I'm just giving. Well, that's where I think disgust comes in.
2: Oh, okay. And you're you're like, well, you know, I think this is going to happen, and yada yada yada, and you give your your prediction, and then Drew, Drew.
4: Now let's dive into some (laughs) trending stories. My San Antonio reports on two best friends from Texas whose quest to find boyfriends by the Super Bowl has gone viral on TikTok. The pair began their Boyfriends by Super Bowl series, in which they visit a New York sports bar every week to watch an NFL game and found that it works better than dating apps. They have gone on several dates and are still looking for their perfect touchdown. But they say they ultimately hope that this experience (coughs) empowers women not to be afraid to put themselves out there. Boomer Geo, back in the day, would this be appealing to you or... Or are men too focused on the game on Sunday to notice single ladies.
9: <laughs> all
4: right, so we are.
9: <laughs> what are we
2: supposed to say to that?
3: Uh, uh, where, so it goes.
2: <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like, listen, if you're trouncing around NFL stadium to try to find a husband, you are in the wrong place. These mutant drunks to go to these
3: games. You kidding me? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, can I,
4: I mean, we go I down to the Geo is fix, part? Is yeah. this show
3: like fixated on relationships or something? I, I don't guess. know. Geo, you got the
4: next headline.
2: Dads around the country are getting ready for a Swift Super Bowl <laughs> because the Washington <laughs> Post reports that dads and daughters are bonding over football thanks to Taylor Swift. Nielsen data reports for one of Swift's first NFL appearances, ratings among females aged 12 to 17 increased 53% over average for Sunday night games. One dad said in the article, There isn't a better feeling, not because she is interested in football, but because she wants to spend time with me. Discuss thoughts. <laughs> well,
3: you have two daughters. I, I do. My daughter's like freaking out over the whole thing and she's thirty two years old. Yeah, but there's you know, my daughter six and
2: two, they have no idea what the hell's going on. I mean they see like this Dua is Lipa. this is an opportunity here. This,
3: like Dua Lipa.
2: Yeah, right. That's what I should say. I'd be like, you know what's brought me and my daughters together is Dua Lipa, who's who's much more talented and attractive <laughs> and everything to tell her. I, should, I should do that. <laughs> this would be my shoot the shot for Dua on national well, T V, right? Um, yeah, I have an opportunity here to really crush Taylor Swift on national TV. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to do it, though.
10: Yeah, you
3: can't do that. I, what do you gain out of that if you crush okay. her? And Head this lines. is a Drew Barrymore, Barrymore Yeah, but you remember Drew Barrymore said to us that it was all about positivity. Yeah, she's a positive person. She's a very positive person. Yeah. I mean, and in that Paramount uh, promotional video that I was telling you guys, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he tells her to shut up. Ross? no. No, no, not this. It was in the, the Paramount video that they put out. Mm. I meant to show that to you. I will show that to you shortly. <laughs> Dads and daughters and Taylor Swift. And then also these
2: these women going, we got to come up with something. Because off the top of my head, the things that I'm thinking about saying are probably not Drew Barrymore show type no, answers. Gotta, you
3: got to be respectful to her show.
2: Which we will be.
3: But <clears throat> I, I know mean, I, I will be.
2: I'll, I'll be too. Okay. I mean, I think, but you never know what's going to happen when you're in that moment, you know? Well, you're younger than me and probably have a different take. Well, I do. I definitely do. But I don't, I mean, I don't like her really. And now I'm going to have to pretend like it's a great thing.
3: You don't like Taylor
2: Swift. Right. Yeah. I, I love yes, Drew Barrymore. I don't, yes. I, I don't, yeah. So now I'm going to have to be like, oh, it's the coolest thing with dads. And I'll be like, listen, you. if you lose your dads, need Taylor Swift to bring you closer to your daughters, and you're doing it wrong, you deadbeats.
3: <laughs> well, I, you know, I would. Go outside and Lose take a dads. soccer ball around or something, you losers. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world, the Grammys and everything. Sydney seems to be losing it. She's all reclumped about everything that's happening, and I think she's very happy for Taylor and and Travis. Yeah, I guess I could say that. Yeah, yeah, you could say that.
2: You could also say, you always talk about how uh, Sydney turned into an alien as a teenager.
3: Yeah, and this is a good way to get closer to your daughter. Yeah,
2: during as, the time during that she's the time an alien. she's
3: an alien, yes. Right, right, perfect. There Which we go. I, I think if you're a father, you would use this as, as, a, uh, as leverage.
2: You know, since they don't know who I am, I think we should send Eddie as me. And then have Eddie answer all <laughs> these questions like horribly. <laughs> Just like, be, like become viral. They know who you
3: are. They see you on TV.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if Eddie just like went into a whole atheism thing on the Drew Barrymore show? Actually, I would not like to answer any of these questions about Taylor Swift. I would like to say that God doesn't exist.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Fox, <laughs> Fox Ross?
6: Discuss. <laughs> Let's just delve into it, guys. We're here, aren't we?
3: <laughs> that sounds like more fun to me. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I didn't realize this whole thing is scripted. Yeah. I thought you were just going to ask us a couple questions. We would do our thing. Yeah. Which would be totally improv and answer the questions honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we got it. We're reading off the prompter. It just seems forced then. It's and,
4: lame. And then you guys are talking about a Hellman's commercial, an Oreos commercial. I mean, it's a whole what? thing here.
2: We're talking about that too. Oh, yeah.
4: Hellman's. I don't think football we're- Football commercials. because They talk about how Boomer does the football show, discuss the, the commercials. The Super Bowl's no, greatest no, no, commercials. Yeah. No, we're, we're out for that. I don't know. No, because you're back here. We're, we're at G.O.U. Go. Lastly, we have a commercial spot featuring- Drew's News Anchor. Oh. Yeah, you're
3: out there for a while. Hey, we are in the entertainment world, man. Get used to it. This is not something you're very uh, exposed to. Like, I've been exposed to it for the last 20 years. Yeah. So, it's just a different way of doing things. Their way of doing things. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. You go all the way down until she says, thank you, Boomer and Geo. We'll listen to their WFAN morning show. We'll be right back. So, you're in there for a while. She could uh, For a while? Yeah, you guys are going to be in there for a while.
3: Uh, but, well, my tea will be going into the golf uh, <laughs> course at that point. We're It's six
2: pages worth of stuff. Yeah. It goes from six to 12. Oh, Ooh. boy.
3: Oh, boy. Ooh. All right. Well, I'm kind of looking forward to it.
2: No, right? I, I am too. I think it'll be great. And it, we will be respectful of the show. We're not going to say anything horrible. I don't think. I think it'll be fine. Come up with something that's palatable to her audience, I think. You know, because they they'll hate you. Like, the, if we if we don't do what people expect us to do on that and go rogue or turn well, well, heel, let me ask on you a question. Taylor we have we have our own audience. Yeah, 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 I know. But like, the women will hate me if I do anything negative on Taylor's. Swift. like they'll they'll break their televisions. I don't need that. I don't want. I don't because then I'll never get an invite back, and then Drew will hate us, and that'll be the end of it. Oh, I not hate
3: us. It's not hating us. It's hating you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get dragged into all of this stuff. Well. And uh, it's not me. Yeah. But it is. It's Boomer NG. Well, I used to have to tell my previous partner to behave.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'm fine. I'm saying to you, behave. I'll be fine. I'll be fine, I think. I think you'll like it. I think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, but I'm going to go straight I, cheese balls. You know what I'm going to have know. to be like. <laughs> <laughs> Tads <laughs> and daughters. This is awesome.
3: <laughs> you know? and, you'll have, and you'll have the fountains going off in the background. So get ready for yeah. that. That's going to shock you when, when you hear that. I think it's so cool that these two girls went to these games to find
2: dates. Because <laughs> there's nothing more civilized than an NFL football fan. They <laughs> go to a Bills game and get some drunk who jumps off their
3: truck I bed into the- a flaming table. I don't know how old these gals are that we're looking for love. In all the wrong places. <laughs> but you could you could see, like, if they were in their 30s or 40s, they could run into a couple of nice guys watching a, a football game at a local pub, mm. right?
2: No, they're going to games, I think. No, they're
3: going to pubs.
2: Oh, they're going, they're going to, to sports bars.
4: New York City sports bars. Yes.
2: Oh, okay. I missed that whole thing. See, you're not paying attention. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, come on. So you're telling me they're going into places like the Portly Villager to find a husband? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying New York sports bars where there are a lot of young guys. Oh, okay. All right. We're all got their FanDuel app open as the
2: right. I'm not Make paying care. attention. Get away from me, toots. I got a parlay <laughs> cooking. Uh, all right. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. All right, so what did you think about CBS the Paramount Plus video that I just showed you? I thought it was very good. It was very funny. It was creative. They got everybody involved. Tua was in it. Uh, yeah, Drew Barrymore in it. Patrick Stewart was the star. I thought it was very,
3: very good. Who knew that Patrick Stewart was left-handed? Yeah, I did not know that. That's right, and of course, Creed was in the middle of it. Yes, <laughs> yes, they And Patrick were. Stewart actually tells Drew Barrymore, "Shut your face." He goes, "Shut your face, Barrymore." <laughs> you like that. do that tomorrow? No, no. Okay, <laughs> I'm totally got to be respectful. You just do that just to see what happens. <laughs> She's probably forgot about
2: that whole thing, and then I'm <laughs> no seeing, way. This, this thing attacked, is
3: huge. It's huge for Paramount. And
2: Ross Matthews drowns me in the <laughs> Galagio fountain. That'll be the end of it. <laughs> You know,
3: you and Ross Matthews floating around in the fountain would be awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that would be awesome. Uh, all right, Jerry, what do you have over there,
8: man? We are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. And brought to you by Jack Pocket, order official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. So a couple of things before we, I will give you the Chris Russo clip coming up in a couple of moments. Can't wait. Well, tease the, well you wanted it. I, I know. It looked like he was high. Okay. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. First, Good. some actual football stuff. So you've got the um, the conspiracy theorists out there that believe that this whole season's been scripted, and this whole Taylor Swift
3: thing. I yeah, ran blah, into blah. one of those idiots at the uh, Baltimore train station last <laughs> right. week.
8: So here was Roger Goodell answering that very question. Idea that uh, this was in a script and this
10: is preplanned. Uh, that's that's just it's nonsense. Uh,
8: it's frankly not even worth talking about. Thank you. So there you have it. Yes, uh, I was
3: trying not to talk to the guy at the trace station. I right? know you
8: are. and you were turning the other cheek. I just wanted more and more when then Coach Cower engaged him, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, okay, go here, we go." And here you went. Here you went. There mm-hmm. was Travis Kelsey. The uh, the fans were having some fun with him last night.
5: And uh, it's, it's been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> From I love the boos more I love the cheers, baby. Keep them coming, Niners gang.
8: Keep them coming. That's last night. I got it posted last night. Uh, I don't know. He said uh,
3: keep it coming, Niners fans.
8: It was last night.
3: Yeah. No, I, I was wondering if that was a tape of him playing in Baltimore being booed yeah. after the game. Night and and night. then saying, I want the Niners fans to bring it on.
8: I think this was from last night at media night. Could have been last <clears letting throat> week. <me>. Weird.
3: Um, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I, here's I Patrick. I do let fans in at media. Oh night. yeah, yeah. yeah they sell tickets yeah. now.
8: Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, absolutely. Here's Patrick Mahomes. He's won a lot. Wants to continue to winning a lot, and certainly has people that uh, are rooting for him.
4: I don't want to look back at my career and say I regret how I went out there and performed every single day. If that's working out, if that's watching film, whatever it is, um, and if I give everything I have, I can be satisfied with the results, and that's what drives me every single day.
8: Well, he's winning a lot, and the big topic for him has been Tom Brady's seven Super Bowls. Can he get there? He says he hopes to be playing still when he's in his forties, but uh, doesn't also want to be uh, bad. He's on his way, man. He's ahead of the the
3: the pace that Tom Brady set in many uh, statistical categories. He's one Super Bowl victory behind, right? Yeah. 3-2
8: 3-2 exactly. at this point in their careers. Eddie, skip the um, skip the next Pacheco one. I want to do the, the, the Roger Goodell talking about this practice field because now this is a topic in terms of where San Francisco's practicing compared to Kansas City. It's softer than what they have practiced on, uh, but that happens. It's well
10: within all of our testing standards. Uh, it is something that we think all our experts, as well as neutral field inspectors, have all said unanimously that it's a playable field. So no excuses. <laughs> fair? Fair. I guess so.
3: Yes, no excuses. I mean, basically, the 49ers are trying to figure out a way if they can go practice at the Raiders' practice facility. Because the Chiefs are the home team in the, in the Super Bowl, so they for, therefore get to practice at the Raiders' facility. Why wouldn't?
8: I, I understand the idea of having your own place, but basketball teams get to shoot in the arena that they're going to play in. Like, why wouldn't they get to practice there? It's the practice facility. It's not the stadium. I know that, but... So the Chiefs are practicing at the Raiders facility, which I'm sure the field is just like the stadium. Supposedly, yes. Why wouldn't they let them use the stadium? And the 49ers are at UNLV. Eh. Silly. I don't know. Me neither. Bryce, skip the next one because I want to get to this Russo one that Boomer wants to hear. It's 50 seconds. This is on ESPN. (laughs) They're talking about the Pro Bowl games. And I guess Dan Orlovsky was there and he was throwing some passes. And here was the whole thing with Russo.
1: Mad Dog, you gonna say anything
11: here? This makes up with this. Yeah, I wanna say something. Yeah. Who cares? Indoors in a pair of pants on, tossing a football around. Who cares? For crying out loud. He ran out of the end zone. Nobody cares. That's like Steve making 15 free throws at an empty gym, and then he goes into a ball game and it's, you know, four for ten at the line with the game on the line. Why? Because he hits the three going across there like a city. Which, which is definitely Nobody possible. Cares, Steve. Which is definitely Nobody. possible. I which care. Is definitely possible. I was impressed. possible. I was impressed. Come on, you're it could impressed. Be and I could do Hurst? this? This is not that difficult. No, you can. I can do this. Hammer with the ball. I Yes, I could. I throw the football that far. This is ridiculous. He was a scrub in
1: the NFL. This does not make up for that. Put your money where your mouth is. I'll set it up, and we'll see you in the precision drill. All right, I'll make this happen. I got this. You watch
11: me.
3: Hmm. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so he's starting to annoy his co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at his face, he looks like he's completely out of it. Yeah, You I... have to see the video. I,
2: I, I Do you think <clears throat> he's actually high doing this? Like with a gummy, he was high. He looked. He
3: looked like he was out of it. Maybe he just didn't want to talk about the subject. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, it wasn't that bad. I, I mean, he called his called his his a colleague scrum. a scrub in the <laughs> yeah, NFL. I would love for him to get behind the center <laughs> just for one effing play.
9: <laughs> just have him torn up. He yeah.
3: may never get up again. Yeah. Wet himself. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> I always no, love you. Blue forty two.
2: Blue forty. I had head head.
3: <laughs> Man, I wonder if he touches uh, Dan Ovlowski as much as he used to touch me when I worked with him. <laughs> Okay, that's a weird question. <laughs>
2: dog was a big, he was a big toucher. Of,
3: of, I know. Of men. Always had his hand on my shoulder when we were around. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, how you doing, pal? <laughs> and he'd come, come up behind you and like rub you. How's everything going good? What are you doing this weekend, huh?
2: He's like, what are you, why, what, why am I getting a mad weird, dog massage?
3: It was like one of the weirdest things ever.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, he, yeah, he was handsy. That's he was very handsy, good way to right? put it. He was definitely handsy. You got some Touching of that treatment. Me
3: in the wrong place. <laughs> Uh, you got
4: some Usually of that too. A
2: shoulder rub, right? <clears throat> yeah, shoulder rub. Oh, a shoulder rub, yeah. Never the boobs or whatever. He 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 would never just ever you never touch you out. He would come up behind me.
4: I think I got a butt slap once or twice. He talking got a about butt slap. yeah, because he found out that I like Bruce Springsteen. So he would come in
6: and and every once in a while tell me about something and whoosh, right on the butt. <laughs> Eddie, did he ever touch you? Oh, sure, I got the full gamut over the years. Got,
3: What's the full
6: gamut? Like what Gio was describing the the hug from behind, the yeah. neck rub, the ass slap yeah, all of it. It's a weird. Oh, it's weird.
3: A whole, I, I mean, did. I wonder if he's doing that over at ESPN. <laughs> yeah, probably She's grabbing Marcus
2: Spears and just <laughs> feeling him up. Uh, I remember when, so when it was rumored that he was leaving to go to Sirius. Neil Best had wrote that article that that he was gone, but he was still working when it happened. I remember I was producing his Saturday show, and he came into the control room in a story. He goes, "Hey, listen, pull up that uh, Neil Best article, will you?" So I I put it up on the computer, and he's like, he's giving me a straight up massage reading this (laughs) article, right? And he and then he goes. I don't know where he's getting this from. I have no idea. I have
3: no idea
9: where he's getting this
2: from. Less than twenty four hours later, gone. <laughs> serious. I was like, you. Yes. There goes the massage. Yeah, right. That's and then the two end
6: months end. later, he calls you for the money you owe. Yeah,
2: that's. right. <laughs> <laughs> I owe me eleven hundred dollars from runs, hits, and errors from uh, six years ago. And <laughs> I had a rough weekend of college football. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, funny. All right, guy.
8: Brian, I'm, I'm killing you here, but we're going to skip the Carino and the Barkley because I got to get to this from Sunday. So I guess this was the Iowa women's game. You know, they've sent Can't Gus the Johnson. Yeah, 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 Gus Johnson's on a bunch of her games. He had a little bit of a slip of the tongue, as they say.
5: Sellers. Nice to inside. Great position.
4: No
8: call on the play. As Brianna Alexander had her shot blocked. Her shot blocked, excuse me. <laughs> That's great uh, on, it happens it yes, happens it, does. So <laughs> it the, does
3: I know it does <laughs> yeah.
8: so the shot was blocked is in that Roger case
3: Goodell? hey
2: Raj, how's it going man mm. you wanna, come on in sit down <laughs> you don't get interviewed enough
8: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny uh, the Warriors did beat the Nets 109 good try though oh, 109 wow. is, guy, is he going to bed or is he is just it getting it looked up? like he was out of the gym yeah out oh out yeah
2: that's what wow. I would think wow that's incredible so what is it? What the hell? 540? Five five forties out there walking around. Well, maybe he got up at five o'clock.
8: Good for him. Yes. Good for him. Tonight, you've got the Nets and the Mavericks at Barclays Center. We'll have it on the fan. you got the Knicks hosting the Grizzlies tonight. No O.G. Aninobi again. Uh, they will play the Mavericks on Thursday. Will New York. Rangers won last night as they beat the Avalanche in overtime 2-1. You had the game-winner from Alex Lafreniere. The Islanders beat the Maple Leafs 3-2. Devils, Colorado tonight. Also tonight, you got St. John's and DePaul. Rutgers at Maryland on WCBS 880 at 630. Number one, Yukon plays Butler. Fordham plays VCU. And number four, Kansas lost last night to Kansas State by five. All right, so just give me this one answer: Who is getting the gummies, and where are you getting them from? And First, so, no, time out a second. Let's not assume anything. Will Rutgers like, will win this say, game, but
9: here's
3: the deal: I got the thousand dollars. I'll have the thousand dollars. Okay, so you better have the gummies.
4: I'll figure it no. out. Well, the bet's not paid off till, till Thursday, Thursday. Right.
3: so he if he
2: loses, he can go get the gummy tomorrow. All right, okay. And I will have a witness. I won't go by myself
8: and buy a gummy bear. I promise you. Yeah, Jerry's rock I'm not solid. doing he's that. He's not going
3: to. He, he's. Yeah, I don't want you taking a gummy because tomorrow we're we'll playing golf. I know. I know that, but still, Thursday tomorrow's is tomorrow's Casamigos off.
9: Day.
8: Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Understood.
9: <laughs> 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 yes, it is. You got by the way,
8: sweatshirt on. We're just, good, man. Just we are good. Keep in mind, yes. Thursday is also a dinner event. Oh, yes. Could be some long lasting effects. Just saying. Right. Dinner event? For both. Oh. It's not Breitling. a dinner. It's not well, really I mean, in, that. in the evening. That's all. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is. I, I read some things that the effects could last 10 to 12 hours. <laughs> C- oh. Caveman Jerry shows up
2: <laughs> in the Breadway. Oh,
9: it's <laughs> pretty. for yes. Oh, that
8: would be true. I am not going to do that. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> uh, okay, it's Boomer and Geo oh, coming to you live. The Built
2: Ford, tough. Studio. I'm a Gio fan in CBS Sports Network. Shout out to Jason Barrett and Barrett Sports Media who named us the number one large market radio morning show in sports talk. And they uh, I guess they poll a bunch of people into business. <clears throat> this is the third such honor for Boomer and Geo from the Barrett Sports Media people so we love to see that and all he does for Sports Talk Radio Jason Barrett and his Barrett Sports Media so especially thank when he,
3: you yeah thank you especially when you say nice stuff about us
6: yeah we, we love, love that, that. Yes. if we
2: came in second we would not have said any of this so just
6: remember that is that a suck up spot possibly <laughs> yeah. he's trying to get the PD job no because oh, he one. he doesn't vote he i mean i guess he could rig it but i don't think he does but
2: he he like asks i don't know 30, 40, 50 people in the business to rank stuff. I think is, that's how Is are
3: going for the PD job.
2: I, I don't know. I we, think that he. I think that he interviewed the last time around. Oh, I he think. did. Okay, so I'm sure he's back on the list again. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, right. Yeah, I don't know who what slap's going to come in here next, but it's not going to be good. Slap? Have you heard
4: any scuttlebutt of any names, anything? I have. Oh, yeah, I have. I mean,
2: there's. I'm not going to say that, but there's. <laughs> I, there's. One guy that I've never met that I knew was like hovering around programming in a company for a very long time, but that I think would have a good, good shot. A hoverer? Yeah. I mean, he's been involved in programming in all sorts of different areas of the company and he just has to decide maybe if he'd want to live in New York. Is that the guy you hate? No. (laughs) Is uh, is the
3: guy creative like Spike? I don't know. I mean, probably not. I mean, basically he's going to come in and... Inherit all of Spike's decisions. Do as a new PD come in and just wipe out the slate completely and just change everybody's job? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, so that's pretty, pretty much an easy job then. Hey, some, come in for some slap. Yeah, that's as right. you said. Probably going to be.
2: I mean, think about it. It's going to be a it's, slap.
4: It's like when Barry Switzer took over the Cowboys the team was already, <laughs> <laughs> they were humming along. Yeah. Bring, bring, bring back turnoff like <laughs> Billy Martin. Yeah.
3: I wonder if he called. What do, you, what do you think Chernoff would do? You think he'd change things around?
2: All right. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> Richard Neer, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m.
9: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and then Richard Neer and Laurie Rubinson until midnight.
9: <laughs>
2: okay. Good. Done. Look how much money I saved. That's probably what would happen. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's coming back either. There's some guy down in... Uh, D.C. I guess would have been a good choice, but he can't uh, leave because of different circumstances or whatever.
3: Okay, but I heard that. Who's that? Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no, it is not. No, I don't actually. I, I'm not. I didn't. I'm not familiar with him either. Okay, but I just heard that he was like. Uh, he's one of those guys that like like Spike was looked at a certain way. Young, up and coming programmer guy, and this guy is too. But he's not. He's not leaving, so. I've uh, have- have
4: officially thrown my name into the ring for consideration.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, she addressed that, by the way, on the air. Again? Daniel McCartin. Yeah, She goes, hey, you know, I know they were having fun in the morning show, putting that throwing the hat in the ring. A lot of people have reached out to me and have said, you know, good luck if you're going to go after the program director job. And I want to say I'm not, not quite there yet, but thank you. For the it, supports. Did uh, Peter Schwartz put his name in the ring? No, for PD, no. Uh,
3: you don't think so? No, no, no. no. a lot of people reach out to him Yeah, on social media. They do. to react to every single thing that people they say do. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would drum out, too, out the yeah. god's <laughs> lips.
2: <laughs>
6: right. What about uh, <laughs> CeeLo? <laughs> no, I don't no, think CeeLo's going to be the PD. He would give himself a full-time job. <laughs> he certainly would. I mean, the
2: Dave Maranick, who's been sort of like the the right hand man for churn off yeah, Eric Spitz. Yeah, I mean, if he if he gets passed over here, he's going to be like the Eric B. enemy of Odyssey. You know, everybody thinks he can get a shot, but just never does. You know,
3: the Eric B. enemy of Odyssey. That's a pretty good. <laughs> that, that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah,
6: just keeps seeing all these like other people get nice, jobs.
3: Such a nice guy. He is. Oh, he's he, a great guy.
6: He's out here, by the way. For what? <laughs> for the. Uh, CBS Sports oh. Network. What
11: is he, what is he <laughs> They're agree?
6: over there Radio or Media Row, they call Correct. it now, right?
2: Hey, but like, Even Spike was out here. He was like, I don't need to be here. He's like, this is silly. He's like, if something goes wrong, I won't be able to fix it, so what's the difference? <laughs> he just feels like he had to be here to make sure everything started. Like, same thing with
3: Dave Merritt. What's he going to do? Something goes wrong. Oh, you want to support your talent, I think. Yeah, but it's, a, it's such a waste of money send him out here.
2: Hotel room and all those. He's not doing anything. Seriously, I'm not like, Al, am I right
4: about no. this? Is he doing anything? <clears throat> Is Spike doing anything? No, 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 Maranick.
6: Well, Maggie and Pearl are out here, right? He, maybe, perhaps point. he's assisting with, you know, getting guests the over they there. They, they have a
4: producer. Maybe Jim Rome needs some stuff. What he's does he here. need? He's got six guys working for him. Man, I'll tell you what, you are ruthless. What? I gotta tell you, I saw a very large uh, vehicle that Jim Rome was using just for the makeup department.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes, I remember that. Crazy. I had to cost
3: a little a little something something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen guys. You can't complain about what they're doing compared to what we have here. There's not there's no comparison. You see this makeup vehicle you're going to ask some questions. We we I have, thought he was
4: living in it. But yeah. It's oh, just okay. for makeup. It's just
3: for makeup. I don't care. You know what? We have a makeup uh, you know, room back here. It's perfect. Yeah. You you could not, you, there were other Super Bowls I understand you used to complain because you had to do this, you had to do that. You got to do a lot more work. But in this Super Bowl right now, you've never had it as good as you have it right now.
4: Correct. This is the most comfortable chair I've ever and had. Be thankful. Don't be complacent oh, and don't thankful. bitch
3: and complain about what somebody else is doing.
4: All right, We have, a, uh, we have to take a break because we have a very
2: special guest who just called in <clears throat> on the hotline who wants to speak to us right at the top of the nine o'clock hour. And we're going to allow him to uh, to hop on. So very very excited about about this coming up in just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Geo, coming to you live from the traveling Bill Ford Tough studio here at the Blue Wire Studios at the Win, Las Vegas. And we were just talking about how our program director, Spike, quit on us and is uh, scurrying back to Philadelphia to be a talk show host. And uh, how we are worried about the uh, next boss not being as good as uh, Spike or Mark, the two guys that we had uh, previous, because it's just there's not a lot of guys that could do that job. So we were talking and uh, busting Mark Chernoff's balls about it, and he heard what we were saying, and he called up. So our special guest is none other than Mark Chernoff. Hello, Mark.
11: Hey, guys. First of all, the obligatory suck-up, congratulations on the Jason Barrett um and while i was there you are also number one so continuing your success i really am happy for you guys
2: well thank you mark we're happy for you, you never sounded more happy in your life than the last uh, year or so on the radio and even now when you're calling in so uh, i would imagine that you would not want to throw yourself back into this uh, and <clears throat> program director job mix again where it was just a very very high stress
11: no, I mean, I, you know how much I love being at Fan, but you know the time is right for somebody new to come in and and take charge. And I think it should be Al Dukes, by the way. That's <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> Al Dukes. That's good. Yes, Al, Al needs to, Al. You need to step it up. Not be lazy. <laughs> Don't worry about walking your dog at three o'clock in the afternoon. And you should become the program director. You no, know the station was... backwards and forwards. Why wouldn't you want to be the PD?
4: Because it's a, it's a twenty four seven job and that's not interesting to me. And plus, the other thing that he would do, unlike you, is
3: he'd make every show just one hour.
4: I do two hours, <laughs> two hours, two hours. Okay. shows. No weekends, no overnight. What do you mean no weekends, no, no overnight? Play. What do you mean none of that? That's you know, I'm, I'm, we run like a network or something. Run the CBS Sports oh, Radio dude. Network.
3: <laughs> yeah. See, see, this is what you're dealing with yeah. here, Mark.
11: Oh, boy, never mind. That was a bad idea. That's- <laughs> How about Sean Barash? Bur- He's a funny guy. He'll bring some humor into everything.
2: <clears throat> yeah, um, no. Did I- you blow I-
11: that show up? <laughs> no, I haven't called them up. No, no, no. no i said,
3: Would you blow that show up? No. Oh, it's funny, right?
11: Yeah. Evan yeah, okay. is great. Tiki Kiki is fabulous. And Barash, you know, adds a little element of, I'll call it surprise.
2: <laughs> surprise. Uh were you uh speaking of surprise were you surprised that Spike quit on us?
11: Um I guess a little bit but you know he always loved being on the air. And he spent many years at um, WIP in Philly being on the air. And although he was the PD there and did a, a really good job as a PD, I know how much he loved being on the air. He kept his podcasts and stuff like that. So when the possibility came, I guess, you know, he leaped on it and said, you know what, now's the time. If I don't do it now, I might not have another chance because, you know, it's a ripe opening in his hometown. You know, take up where his dad, Howard, left off for many years, his afternoon drive in Philly, and Howard's still working at the radio station. Um, so I think it's a great thing for him. I mean, uh, you know... You, you, you're going to have to get a new PD, and, and we'll see what happens. Maybe Mike right, so,
3: wants to come back. <laughs> yeah, a, no, he's not coming <laughs> back. But I was just thinking, you know, when Spike quit on us, yeah, I would think that there was a, a thought in your mind, even for just a second, that maybe Olivero would call you up. Did you, did you have that moment where you thought just maybe you might get the call? Uh,
11: no, but what I did uh, in talking to Chris is I said... You know, like I did when Spike was, uh, our, you know, coming in after me, I said, you know, <clears> if you ever want my two cents on any of the candidates, I'm I'm more than happy to offer that. And, uh, you know, how much I love the radio station. Um, so if there's, you know, if I can be of any help in that way, I'm more than happy to be of help. But, you know, they, Spike has done really good things with the radio station. And I think times have changed. And um, I still run every day, but you know what? I don't have to get up at four o'clock in the morning or three thirty in the morning anymore. And I don't. Yeah, you know, you know what Spike I-
3: did. You know what Spike did is we're talking to Mark Chernoff, our former uh, program director here. Uh, he came up with Boomer and GO Live and made the company a lot of money and really put a lot of creativity and effort into it. You know, you you were not that way. <laughs> Thanks.
11: I appreciate the it. nice kind words. I'm sorry I called in. Goodbye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, that was mean. Of yeah, all the oh, things geez. that I said, that, I'm that was just really mean. Jobs. <laughs>
11: Excuse me, though, but didn't we do live shows with you guys down at the beach every year? Hello. Well,
2: yeah, but that's different because this was yeah, off the oh. air and we sold tickets to it. You know, so yes, we did like remotes, but. This was that a- doesn't
3: count. A remote doesn't count. Yeah, These this- were live shows in Jersey City and out in Huntington, Long Island, where thousands of people showed up. And you never really? had that idea. I don't know
11: why. Well, I just didn't want to have you in a place where you were going to curse all day.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was smart. We're probably going to get some loser in here now, Mark, right? There's nobody else that's going to be a good program director that's out there now. I mean, it's just it's it, the candidates all suck, right?
11: No, I wouldn't say that. I think there are people, and it's not fair for me to. I don't. I don't want to really influence anything, but there are some really good candidates within the company. I can't speak to ones outside the company, but um, there are some really good people in the company who are running successful radio stations around. That's for all right. sure.
2: All right. Well, hopefully it's okay. We're all nervous about it. We don't like this at all, and we feel betrayed. Yeah. I'm not are you nervous. guys going to
11: listen? Are you, you going to be listening to the PD? Uh, it depends. No. (laughs) It depends. (laughs) I mean, I... I, You know what? I will say this, guys. You really did listen to me. I mean, you... You did your own thing, but you really did listen. I think we really had a great working relationship
2: in all series. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And I
3: mean, we respect everybody we work with.
2: That's the way I look at it. Well, yeah, I mean, we're all on a team. We've all had success yeah. as this team, and everybody is uh, pitched in for all these years. Without Mark, I would never be sitting here. I you, mean, know what,
3: you know what I miss the most is our, our conversations we would have about baseball and whip and war and all that crap before <laughs> I got on the air. This is true. Yes, and, really
11: politics and, and, and politics as yeah. I just wanted to watch your big screen TV in your office.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, I'm really glad you you called in, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. We'll have an off-air conversation about the uh, program director. So get some skinny okay. on some of these people in the company because I don't know, I don't know any of them, uh, quite frankly. All so
11: right. I want to well, enjoy the answer. rest of enjoy the rest of your week in <clears throat> Vegas, and obviously continued success. And I, and I do miss you guys a lot. So all the best. Same righty, here,
3: Marco. All right. All
11: same right.
2: There you. goes uh, Mark Chernoff, our yes. former program director. Yeah, I mean, he said, "Al is so right." He
3: just after he left his job, he sounds so happy. I there was a Saturday where I was driving. I said, "Let me give Mark a call," and he was on the air down in Washington D.C. You know, doing his thing as a DJ, and uh, it was kind of interesting. I called him right in the middle of the show, and he just was talking to me as the music was playing. Yeah, he says, "Wait a minute, I have to go." Change the music. I'll be right back. And we had a nice twenty-minute conversation. So he sounds really happy.
2: Yeah, which, which is uh, which is tremendous. Which is absolutely great.
3: He was a curmudgeon around us. <laughs> he had to
2: be. You know
3: why around us? Why? Why would you want to be a curmudgeon around us?
2: I just think that that was his thing. That was his style. That was his managing style. Was to <laughs> was to provide like like provide guilt that didn't exist elsewhere. <laughs> Okay. You know, like that was just the way he did it. I mean, and it worked for a lot of people. I mean, so I, he was like the Bill Belichick of WFAN. Yeah, sure. I mean, he they, he was. It depended who who you were. You know, like in like he, the way the way he talked to me when I was the Joe and Evan producer was different than the way he talked to me as the morning show
3: host. was well, sure you, you made it through, and he was putting making it tough <laughs> for you. Yeah. Just like Belichick would. Yeah. Like you favorite. had to start as an intern. Yeah. You had to work your way up. Yeah. You know, we got him on CBS Sports Network right now, we, as we wrapped him up in tinfoil.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. I remember one of my favorite things that Mark would do is when he would get upset, like you you'd tell him something that he didn't like and he would collapse in place. You know? So he'd be <laughs> like, uh are like, Mark, uh, you know, I'm sorry, we actually, you know, we screwed up that that contest we were supposed to do. He'd go <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs> anyway,
2: just collapsed in place. <laughs> Absolutely tremendous. Uh, but anyway, all right. What the hell are we gonna do now? I have no idea. We are now churn off so off the phone. We got
3: uh, four more minutes before we have well, to do. I, I, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll say. I'll say this today for me anyway. I know yeah. for you, it's raining still out here, yeah. so we got to cancel golf today. So we can't do that. Well, I, just I, I just I wasn't going to be able him. to play really anyway because CBS uh, has we have required media requirements today uh, where we now become the subjects of questions yeah because we're covering the super bowl and i'm sure that sean McManus this will be his last super bowl so i'm sure there'll be a lot of discussion about that as david burson gets ready to take over the sports division and then you know um you know all the different uh analysts and everybody that we have working for us uh, will be there and We'll all be discussing what it's like to work for the Super Bowl and the storylines and things of that nature.
2: Yeah, we, Jerry and I were out there discussing before I uh, sent that final email canceling uh, golf. Like, could we play in rain and real feel of thirty eight degrees? No,
3: that was that was a
2: conversation that we had, and we decided no. We we decided no.
3: Well, Hopefully tomorrow gets a little bit warmer, and you know I think it's still going to be a little cloudy. As long as it's not windy and rainy, we can play.
2: No, you yeah, and we will. It's not and the rain will be done but it is it is straight up poured here for like 48 hours straight.
3: Yeah, yesterday out on the strip over by Bellagio and the fountains and everything it was it wasn't really that windy but it, the rain was coming in. Yeah yeah. yeah. like so yep. you're sitting there on on TV and the, your back is getting wet. Ugh. And I think that could be the case. I hope that's not the case for Super Bowl Sunday because part of the NFL Super Bowl today programming will be out there for an hour and a half. Now, your back's getting wet from the rain or the fountain. Well, it was like last week down in Baltimore. Oh, okay. Well, Baltimore, there was a spritz coming in. Spritz spot. So, it doesn't matter. You have, a, you have a roof over the top of you when the lights are working. <laughs> <laughs> and, and But the back of you is still getting wet. Oh, okay. And well, we, look, at, look at that setup, though, man. That setup is unbelievable. You can't appreciate it until you get there and you see it. Yeah. And you see that Super Bowl logo sitting on top of the CBS Sports kind of anchor, if you will, and then that... That uh, fountain goes off and it sounds like a thunderstorm when that thing goes off.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, so far, I think this has been a, a, just like a perfect Super Bowl city. Now, when we see the traffic and all that stuff, but there's just so
3: much going on. It just feels right. Right. And there's a lot of, there's a ton of parties all over the place. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting, guys like me, older guys, get asked to come back and do some of these parties and get paid to go to these parties. You know, it's a good way to make an extra, you know, 150, 200 grand if you if you're available. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm not available for any of it. God. I got one speech and that is Wednesday morning, tomorrow morning. Man, oh man. That's when you know you made it. When you get paid to attend a party. Wait, don't you want Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp to show up? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So companies and, and actually a lot of the companies that do this you will know, have it built into their NFL contracts. That they'll have players, and then the NFL just decides who the players are, and will pay the players to show up. Now, and most of the older guys, are more than happy to do it because we obviously didn't make the money that today's guys are doing. That's right. Are making. That's why you see uh, Jerry Rice and Emmitt Smith and some of these guys every single year pumping their stuff. And those guys have made a lot of money in their career. Don't get me wrong, but you know their their career still lives on because of their legacies. Yeah. And yeah, they get they get appearance fees. Yes, yes, they do, and they also. I mean, I remember
2: Jerry Rice with his cavassier uh, that he brought the one time, yes, yep. and then uh, who? What did I forget? What Emmett Smith was pumping? But uh, everybody's got something, and that's why I'm actually happy we are not uh, at radio. What is Randy Moss promoting, by the way, Al? Do you do you
4: know? It's something having to do with horse racing. Really, he's very into horse racing. Are you, Are you sure this is the right this the Yeah, not this is other Randy Moss, a
3: wide receiver, not Randy. Is there another uh, yes. Randy Moss? There's a <clears throat> there's an announcer Randy Moss who is into horse who
2: is into horse
3: racing. Please
4: tell me that's fake. That, I mean, no. that would no. be
6: so awesome. Oh my, oh god. my god! Oh my god!
4: No, they no. said I saw in the request that Randy would like to talk about blah blah blah. Also, anything NFL related, I'm a du- I'm a double check that. Or
3: well, maybe the Randy Moss who is the sports announcer, the horse racing announcer. He also, he used to work for the NFL Network. Yeah.
4: Come on! I swear to God, yes. how's that possible? <laughs> Oh, my God. This is Jesus! This, this
2: is
3: horrible. It's, this is what Mark Chernoff's talking about. <laughs> you know, you're lazy ass! This, I you're mean, not I, following, doing any follow through.
2: I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because we have a great setup and everything is great, but I can't catch a break when it comes to some of this stuff, right? Like leap is in New York when we're out here. I think we're getting Randy Moss. We're getting the white Randy Moss.
6: I <laughs> mean, come on! Okay.
4: Just wanted to check to see if you would be interested in current NBC sports broadcaster and former NFL network broadcaster and reporter. That's right. That's right. You fucked the white Randy no. Moss. You fucked oh, the God. Wrong <laughs> one, you idiots. First of all, <laughs> and I was thinking like,
3: I was thinking like, there's no way Randy
4: Moss is coming here. <laughs> no wonder <day laughs> they were so excited too. The, the person was like, Oh no, he will definitely be there. Oh my but, God. Listen, in all fairness, this person has got to say, just to be clear, this is not take the top off the defense, Randy Moss. Look, I, b- oh, this by is the way, embarrassing.
3: By the way, I do like the broadcaster, Randy Moss. He's a very nice yes. guy. He loves horse racing. Yes. We love horse no, racing not, with dude. Lee Einspeyler. But I can't wait to have hear you call them back and say, you know, we're going to have to cancel.
4: No, 100%. I'll have no problem because I'll say this is misleading. This is very misleading. And, and you, you can't say NFL <laughs> Network, talk about NFL, <laughs> NFL, and then you're rolling out a horse racing Randy Moss. <laughs> That's so fugazi.
3: Wait, we're talking about that. You've watched the Kentucky Derby.
4: I have not. You haven't. I mean, I've seen it on a on a screen. I don't know who's calling that. You haven't
3: watched like the Preakness, the Belmont, the Randy Moss no, reporter. He's a never boy, white balded head guy
4: like you. No, <laughs> if a white balded guy like me showed up saying I'm Randy Moss for the interview, I'd say what? <laughs> Wait. Do you understand just by
2: me asking what is Randy Moss promoting, we found this out, I would have been so much funnier if that other Randy Moss showed up and I was here with my Viking sweatshirt and, and my picture. picture that
6: I packed of me and him this
4: and Turks is, and Caicos. This is oh, total bull. Wish... This is total bull.
9: <laughs> I wish I never
4: had. <clears throat> I wonder how many people have this Randy Moss book thinking they're going to get number 84. <sighs> We're not the only ones.
3: Again, you have to remember when we're doing this here locally, there's no way these guys are coming over. (laughs) I mean, it was hard enough getting like James Brown called me and basically booked himself. (laughs) And I said, you know, you're coming in studio. You're not calling from your hotel room.
4: This is disappointing.
3: When he said he's a huge horse racing guy, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh.
9: uh oh, uh oh, red flag. <laughs> Al goes,
3: he goes, "Please tell me this is a joke." Oh, man, <laughs> nope, is- there's a white Randy Moss. Steve Mark Chernoff knows you. <laughs> See, stop being so lazy, man.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm so mad that he didn't show up though. I would
4: believe this. That
2: would have been unbelievable if that Randy Moss showed up. <laughs> And I'm sitting in here, going, bah,
9: bah, bah, with my Viking
2: sweatshirt on. And that guy rolled in here. That would have been classic. What would we have done? Would we would put him on. Yeah, at that point, you at have that to. point, I think you have to. Yeah. yeah, so maybe this we save the embarrassment by doing it this way or yes. finding out now rather.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> they go. I'm looking at my emails. Did you need a headshot and bio? I'm like, no. We know who Randy Moss is. We all good. <laughs> Everyone knows Randy Moss. Do I need his bio? No, I don't. He was a great wide receiver.
3: That's what you're saying to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you did not email that back. Like, He's a great wide receiver.
4: We know who no, he is. No, I didn't email that back. Yeah, I drove so. back. We all know who Randy Moss is. Uh, this person really fooled me. This is uh, not right. Now,
3: uh, obviously, what was he? He was. Talking about horse racing? Yes. So it wasn't promoting any particular company other than talking about NBC horse racing?
4: Let me see. We wanted to talk, and about the big game. (laughs) (laughs) Randy can talk intricately about football. And as a handicapper for sports racing. (laughs) (laughs) You did not read the total email. (laughs) You just read, read the headline. No, I read the whole email, but my thought was... After football, like you guys get into golf, he's now into horse racing. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, oh boy, if he, I, I can understand
2: if Al did not watch, you know, horse racing and doesn't watch a Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, that he wouldn't know that this guy existed.
3: And, I, I, Randy is probably that Randy Moss that you are reading about. Yes. A, you know, that guy is featured prominently on every single one of those major. So like when, when the Kentucky Derby's running, that's when we want to have Randy Moss on. Yeah,
2: yeah. That Randy Moss. That Randy Moss. That's yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, and don't you have to go by Randall or something? Yeah, exactly. Like if that it's, at that point.
4: It's like that Ravens broadcast. Jerry Sandusky. Right. That'd be like, do you want Jerry Sandusky to come by? And be like, no, I don't. He's a molester. <laughs> they go, no, the other Jerry Sandusky. Broadcaster. Okay. (laughs) You got to put that in the email. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) It's actually hilarious. Can't believe I I took
2: that picture from the studio. I packed it in in my suitcase. It's in my hotel room right now on the table. Like it's sitting there waiting for Randy Moss to come here. (laughs) Oh my God. Amazing. Okay, this is terrible. You're a professional, Al. <laughs> All, right. All right, it is Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Quick break, We're Jerry, in here, in
3: just a couple of minutes. It's incredible. <laughs> All right, <laughs> 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 so Stupid. Oh my
9: god. All right. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Hi, Boomer and
2: Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry is back with us after that Randy Moss controversy. (laughs) <laughs> Did you
8: enjoy that, Jerry? When you're- well, I'm going to enjoy it soon. I'll tell you that. Okay. All right. Very all, good. I doubted, all I see is Boomer laughing hysterically on the TV. Yeah, like, What the hell is going on? And then the camera's focused on there him. Is, there, there
3: he is. is. There's There's the white right? Right? <laughs> I know who he is. <laughs> Al, he looks just like you, Al. <laughs> yeah.
8: So, uh, Fliegelman is efforting that. I can't wait to hear it.
3: Hey, hey, by the way, it's not an insult to that Randy Moss. You just thought it was the wide receiver Randy Moss, yeah. And you were trying to do a favor for Gio because that's his one of his favorite players, and he has a picture that you wanted to have Randy Moss sign when he got here. Yeah, so so that's why
4: this is such a shock to you. It is very shocking (laughs) that there are two (laughs) Randy Mosses—one white, one black—in the NFL world. Come on,
2: right? So Al just told me on Friday he booked the Black Peyton Manning
4: (laughs) (laughs) showing (laughs) up here. (laughs)
8: Uh, <laughs> oh boy! Uh, all right, Jerry. What's uh, what's going on? Well, we're brought to you by the <laughs> Farmer's Dog, fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. And we're also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Uh, we'll run through the sound one more time with a couple of added uh, clips, and then, of course, can't wait for a moment of the day. Uh, first things first. We've got um, the Giants reportedly naming Shane Bowen, their new defensive coordinator. So they,
3: by the way, is a solid hire.
8: Yeah, he was it in Tennessee six years. Yeah.
3: He knows what he's doing, and I think what Brian Dayball, it seems to me like what Brian Dayball was doing, interviewing all these different people, is just to try to find the right personality fit. Okay, I would imagine in in one of his meetings with these interviews, you'd say to, like, say, Shane Bowen, Shane, look, I get very vocal on the field. And I get very unhappy. Can you handle the stinging criticism that I may be throwing at you on game day? I would think that would be one of the questions. Yeah, I mean, working for
2: Vrabel, um, he's a young guy, too. He's only 37, right? And and the other thing, too,
3: about working for Vrabel, Vrabel's a defensive player. Yeah. And he played for the great Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. And so this is the kind of area he's coming from. And I'm sure he's gotten good reviews from uh, Vrabel, I would think, because that's that Belichick kind of and saving coaching of family, you know, the tree on all that. So hopefully it works out for them.
8: And then the other uh, NFL story of note, the Eagles will open up their season Friday night, September 6th, Friday night in Brazil against a team to still be determined on a network or streaming service still to be determined that wants to pay for it. Exactly. So you've got that. Um, In terms of media night last night between the Chiefs and the 49ers, one Travis Kelsey, of course, asked about dating one Taylor Swift.
3: Man, I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a wild experience, but I'm, I'm
6: enjoying and loving every bit of
8: it. And here was the Commissioner Roger Goodell earlier in the day as he walked right by us a little while ago talking about the whole Kelsey Swift stuff <clears throat> being good for business. We see two people
10: are really happy together, having fun together. Uh, I think that's wonderful, uh, and I wish them well. They're both wonderful people. Um, the fact that, uh, you know, they both are involved with football in some fashion and through their relationship, that's great. We welcome them. Yeah, some out. fashion? In uh, a lot of fashion. A lot of
3: fashion. I mean, Travis Kelsey may have had one of his best games as a professional <coughs> you know, last week in yep. Baltimore. Think about that. Yeah. And he could retire at thirty. The end of the I season. can't believe he's gonna retire. What, <laughs> Him 30? and Andy Reid. So he's thirty-four years old. Mm-hmm. And how old is Jason? Thirty six? Thirty six or thirty seven, I think. Right. Yeah. And he still has not announced his decision. And again, I if he does announce it, he'll announce it on the podcast, I would imagine. Sure. With Travis, and it would be after the Super Bowl, of course, because this is Travis's day. This is his week.
8: Now his quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Remember the whole thing about the celebration in the locker room? People were ripping him for the body. Yeah, yeah the, the dad, bod. dad bod, which I thought was so ridiculous. I mean, I mean he kind of addressed it last night
1: work outside of the building. And it takes taking care of your body. It takes being healthy. I try to get rid of the dad bod that I got. Um, but I uh, try to do whatever you can just to, to get to be healthy and go out there and be the best player that you can be. And um, my hope is to take a year in and, and year out. Um, but I want to play as long as
8: I'll let you play. So it'll, it's in his head.
1: Yeah, uh,
3: but you know what? I, yeah, of course. They all see yeah. everything. They say they see nothing, but they hear and see everything. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. We all know that. Um, but you know, the thing about him, that's naturally him. Right, he's yeah. not, not doing Listen, anything man. that he should be doing. Like,
2: like, think think about how athletic that guy is and the stuff he does on the football field. And people are actually sitting there and and, and shaming his dad bod. Like, give me a break. I'd sign for that dad bod in <laughs> two seconds. Right?
3: Yeah. When you you have a lot of gas. I you notice you are, you are you yes, are it's I unbelievable how much gas you, you have right now. I don't. I, I, <laughs> you
2: know.
3: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's unbelievable. Telling you, man, and that's that's not on demand. You've been holding sausage. That's what happened. You've been holding. Yep. (laughs) You've been holding back. (laughs) I can tell. You're trying to stop it. You're trying to get to ten (laughs) o'clock.
2: It's bad, man. I don't know how you're not affected by this. Like that sausage was. That was flat out bad. I took one bite of it and got rid of it. Yeah, I took two. I think it's probably whatever. Just get get me to 10, goddammit. <laughs>
8: <laughs> We're almost there, folks. <laughs> Hang in there. Uh, I w- I'll play this one more time because I liked it. It was Kyle Shanahan trying to sell Brock Purdy to ownership when Purdy wasn't exactly well thought of in terms of the depth chart.
4: It wasn't the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean, when owner comes in after training camp practices and is like, hey, how's the quarterback? And he what he means is the starter yeah. or the second. And you and Irritation right, go, right.
8: I don't know, but our third guy's the best.
4: Like, that's sounds like like
8: he's what he had I mean, strong. it
3: sounds like he's had a few cocktails, man, if you ask me. See, that sounds how That that would be me at a Boomer and Geo Live.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I, was, <laughs> you. So I thought that the first time, but then I honestly I was gonna bring it up, but I thought that you were going to be like, what are you nuts? He's the head coach of the 49ers, you think he's drinking before this thing? I could see that. And now you're agreeing with that. Yeah, I was gonna bring it up. You're like, this guy's locked in, man. You think he's having drinks <laughs> and media days locked He's playing
3: the Super Bowl less than six days, bigs. <laughs> That's what I
2: was going to get. And now you're telling me
3: you thought he was drunk too? I it sounds like he was having a few pops. Yeah, it did. I agree. Yeah, I heard a lot of me and him from April 6th, 2023 at the Whitehall or White Eagle Hall. That's right. right. Yep.
8: Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think he fell on anybody though. <laughs> <laughs> Twice. Twice. <laughs> or jam,
3: rich crackers in anybody's or mouth. Or that,
8: or that, yes. Exactly. Uh, Brian, skip the party. You don't need to hear from him. Uh, let's give you the Kadarius Tony one more time. Uh, here he was talking about that rant about, remember, the chief thing and him on the injury report, not hurt. And he went on the Instagram video live or whatever the hell it's called. Here was uh, Tony talking about it.
5: It, yeah, it kind of started that, but I, in the process of that, I get interrupted, so it got like a mixed message behind it, I guess you could say, and then a lot of footage got chopped up in the release. So it made it like I was attacking the one I love the most, like I made in the post I was saying, or referring to. So I have a question. Isn't he the one that released it?
3: Yes.
8: Yeah. No, he. it was live. It so was an in Instagram live. What am I missing then when he says
2: <clears> the <throat> ones who released it chopped it up? Uh, he's He thinks maybe that when it was put out there, they they edited it and put- afterwards, it, but. It was the thing that was played was just him straight. That's what I thought. On I know. That's insom- what I he's thought. He's just lying, making
5: something up to well, make it. He at least realizes he shouldn't have done it. I Wanted to go out there for like how you say, get my message across as far as my injury. But I shouldn't have did that at the end of the day. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a man, and I, uh, I can set my mistakes just like I accept my wins. You know, but um, I'm just moving past it right now. You know, we're here now. We're just trying to you know, win.
8: And then, the, if he plays, right. And then the last clip is about the reason for it was the uh, the Giant fans.
5: I've never attacked the chief, never said anything about the Chiefs who I was referring to was the Giant fans, or was people that in my comment, you know what I'm saying, my comment box, not even on my live recording. So you wouldn't even know they were there. But I was referring to them, which I shouldn't have.
8: Mm-hmm. So he's realized, move past it, he won't be active this weekend, will he? Uh, the fact that he's here is I amazing don't think to so. me. So
2: he's not going to be active. I don't him. think so.
3: I, I I don't think they're very happy with him and... They'll bring him here. He'll be a part of it. He may get his second Super Bowl ring, giant fans, to get a hold of that around, you know. Uh, but I, you know, who knows? Uh, maybe they release him in the offseason quietly, especially with the emergence of Rasheed Rice now, because he was supposed to be the guy right. that was going to be what Rasheed Rice has become for them in their
8: offense. And that's the speed guy who knows where to line up. NBA uh, Bri will skip the Chris Carino. I'll just tell you that the Nets lost to the Warriors 109-98 and it's oh, By the take- way, I Al, you got to get on this. Um I just got a message on
3: uh on X. Hey Al, I'd like to book Samuel Jackson on the show this week while you're in Vegas. That's right, Samuel Jackson. The offensive lineman who spent time on the
8: Jacksonville Jaguars.
4: Not interested.
8: Does in tomorrow that does morning work. It?
3: No, it doesn't work. Okay
8: uh nets mavericks tonight nicks grizzlies tonight as well this is uh charles barkley he does that podcast with ernie johnson and you got this whole thing about the 65 games and what guys can qualify for what they don't qualify for barkley's had enough a lot of those are if you make all nba and that's first second and third team okay so yeah. th- that to me would be a great compromise i think that,
3: I think that would be equitable i got another compromise
6: Get off your ass and play basketball.
8: Thank you. <laughs> That's enough of the maintenance days oh, God. and the rest. And he's been, I mean, as you, a lot of us have been, like, just play. It's the one. So at the end of the Whatever. day, you got
3: to remember, he was in the era where there were no big threes. Sure. You know, there was Magic. There was Larry. There was Michael. There was Charles. There was Patrick. There was Isaiah. You go know, right down the list. And they all stayed on their own teams and tried to yeah. lead their teams in the prime of their careers to championships. It was Clyde, right, Clyde, Clyde Drexler, <clears throat> you know, guys
8: like that, Hakeem. You know, those guys all stayed together. I didn't jump around much. Right. No doubt. Uh, tonight, you've got St. John's, DePaul, Rutgers taking on Maryland on the road. It's a WCBS 880 at 630. And number one, UConn faces Butler. Rangers beat the Avalanche in overtime 2-1. The game winner from Alex Lafreniere, 32 saves Jonathan Quick. Islanders beat the Maple Leafs 3-2. And tonight, the Devils take on Colorado. Time now for moment of the day brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> It's a little long, but I understand worth it, and this is the miscue that Al made that just happened a little while ago where your your famed guest coming in is not the guest that you and Al thought, well, not you, but the guest that Al thought he booked. Just wanted to check to see if
4: you would be interested in current NBC Sports broadcaster and former NFL Network broadcaster and reporter. That's right. That's you fucked the, the, light, saying, Randy, you oh my the God. wrong God, one, you idiot. <laughs> First that, of all, but I, was thinking, all. Like,
3: I was thinking like,
4: there's no way Randy Moss is coming here. No wonder <laughs> it, they were so excited too. The, it, the person was like, oh no, he will definitely be there. Oh my but, God. Listen, in all fairness, this person has got to say, just to be clear, this is not take the top off the defense, Randy Moss. Look, I, oh, this by is the way, embarrassing. By the way, I
3: do like the broadcaster, Randy Moss. He's a very nice yes. guy. He loves horse racing. Yes. We love horse no, racing not, with dude. Lee Einsteiler. But I can't wait to have hear you call them back and say, you know, we're going to have to cancel.
4: No, 100%. I'll have no problem because I'll say this is misleading. This is very misleading. <laughs> Oh. And, and you, and you can't say NFL <laughs> Network, talk about NFL, <laughs> NFL, and then you're rolling out a horse racing Randy Moss? <laughs> yeah, that is so forgazing. How about that?
8: You've watched the Kentucky Derby. I have not.
4: You haven't? I mean, I've seen it on a screen on a screen. I
3: don't know who's calling that. You haven't watched like the Preakness, the Belmont, the Randy Moss, no. reporter. He's a, a white-balded head guy like you. No,
4: <laughs> If a white-balded guy like me showed up saying I'm Randy Moss for the interview, I'd say, what? <laughs> Wait. Do you
2: understand, just by me asking what is Randy Moss promoting, <laughs> we found this out, it would have been so much funnier if that other Randy Moss showed up, and I was here with my Viking sweatshirt <laughs> and, and my sure. picture that
3: I packed of me and
4: him this and Turks is, and Caicos. This
9: is oh, total bull. Been...
4: <laughs> this is total bull. <laughs>
9: I wish I never passed. <clears throat> I, want,
4: I wonder how many people have this Randy Moss booked, thinking they're going to get number 84. <laughs> Probably, we're not be, the only ones
3: Again, you have to remember When we're doing this here locally There's no way these guys Are coming over <laughs> I mean, it was hard enough getting like James Brown called me and basically booked himself And I said, you know you're coming in studio You're not calling from your hotel room
4: This is disappointing <laughs>
3: When he said he's a
2: huge
8: horse racing guy I'm like,
9: uh-oh <laughs> uh <red> flag. Uh-oh. <laughs>
8: Well, there you have it, guys. Moment of the day. That Sorry, Al. Oh.
2: Yeah, that, that first moment I gotta go back on the Odyssey app, that yeah. fir- the very first moment where I said, What's Randy Moss promoting? he would be like horse racing. <laughs> Whoa.
9: <laughs> yeah.
6: Whoa! Uh there you go, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them side
9: by side.
6: <laughs> tomorrow Al has booked the Asian Troy Aikman.
9: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boomer Geo coming to you live for the Bill oh, Ford man. Top studio. <laughs> I believe uh, Boomer's got something uh, for for that ass. <laughs> and then we'll come, we'll come right back
3: and wrap can't. this thing up. I can't wrap my head around this whole thing, man. Oh, my God.
2: Is that a live shot right now in Las Vegas? I can't. Stephen Walter can't give me a, uh, an answer, but it doesn't even look that bad out right now. Supposed to pour all day.
3: Looks okay. Looks uh, nice. I, I can't tell if it's if clouds come over the mountains or
4: not. It says late rain starting in uh, twenty six minutes, oh, great. And, and then eight a. m. one hundred percent rain. <laughs> right, and up where we're
3: going to play golf up in the mountains, it's probably going to be worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Uh... You, just can't a,
9: you can't catch a break, can you? <laughs> It's
2: beautiful now. And, uh, yeah, I wish I was and white Randy Moss. <laughs> I, I hate white Randy Moss.
3: I wish people could see us behind the scenes in between the segments, especially after this last one. Yeah. Because poor Al. Al, you're taking it from everybody.
4: <laughs> I just could not. I cannot believe it. I mean, how about Allie? Allie's, did she laugh at you out there? Yeah. while well, I was explaining what, what happened that i picked right. the wrong guy. Yeah. So even Allie's laughing at yeah, you. Yeah. I'm getting laughed at. Yeah. I'm just curious how many other people have this guy booked for their shows and are gonna be really surprised. Yeah, I mean there,
2: there's a couple of things in there, like the NBC sports. Like he doesn't work the
4: other Randy the real Randy Boss doesn't yeah. work for NBC sports. You know, if he didn't reference like discussing NFL stuff, yeah. It would make I would have caught it, I hope. But it's not
2: like a name like James Brown. You know, Randy Moss is Randy Moss. Right. So that when you see really that, surprising. <laughs> Super Bowl, Super Bowl week, Randy Moss. Probably right. we're just like, hey, I'm so perfect. excited. Yeah, it's great. Perfect. I can see how that can happen. I can.
4: Yeah. I, <laughs> this guy. Did you write the email back? Not yet. yet no. I was hoping that they would write to me and go, "We heard," or no, but now I got somebody it.
3: heard. Somebody in Randy Moss's life has yeah. heard. There's no question. And we don't mean to be disrespectful to him. It's just that people representing him, you believe, misrepresented him to you.
4: Correct. No, no, they didn't. You didn't read the entire email. But they didn't like go, like, the first line of the email should have said, not the Randy Moss, but a Randy Moss is available. Do you know how you and Jerry talk about different
3: things? Yes. And all you do is read the headline? Right. You don't actually read the body of the article? Yes. This is exactly what happened. This is exactly what happened. You saw Randy Moss mm-hmm. and you stopped reading. You saw NBC Broadcaster, Horse Racing, and then you stopped. And you didn't go further into that first email because you just read it to us.
4: You know, it's funny, somebody else, I, I forget, maybe Stephen Waldron yesterday said to me, He goes, ESPN's letting Randy Moss come over? I go, Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man
2: <laughs> yeah he's he's still yeah he's still with ESPN yeah. Monday Night Countdown yeah he's not yeah he's he was with Rex Fox, Fox. works with Rex right but he yeah, yeah. now he's with ESPN <laughs> yeah it's his poor bastard this other Randy Moss I mean do we have the do white we have, Randy Moss yeah the white Randy Moss okay, okay do we still have him come by and you wear your Vikings outfit <laughs> Yeah, and, and you bring he, your photo. You if he has it, if he hasn't heard this, we could. Oh, they've They've yeah, heard it already heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they
3: they've already heard it. They know exactly what's going on. Like
2: we'll hire like a little child actor that has an '84 Vikings jersey on.
3: Right, that <laughs> was like a little
6: kid. He's traveled all the way here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I say we still have him on, and you have him sign the picture. Of white Randy Moss. <laughs> Not doing that, man. No way.
2: No way. Yeah, but the other Randy Moss, actually, the real Randy Moss, is here. By the way. But he's, he's promoting Frito-Lay and he's over at Radio Row doing stuff.
4: You know how like um, Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth went on tour together? We should get these two guys <laughs> to do appearances together. Yeah. Like we should hang a sign out here. Randy Moss set to appear 6 a.m. local Vegas time. <laughs> yes. Get a nice crowd out here. Yep. By the way, Stephen A. had a, a huge crowd yesterday. They dispersed very quickly, though. I don't know what happened because Jerry and I went back m- minutes later. There was no one out here. Oh, okay.
3: But like, what, yeah. what time does he come into the studio here? I don't know what time that it's was. Like one was o'clock? Like,
2: yeah, it was right around there. One thirty, one
3: o'clock, something like that. And then Al had to meet
2: James Brown's, not Fudge Brownie, but the other assistant for James Brown.
4: And Tracy? Mm, no. No. Uh, He's got a lot of layers, James. Yo, it's Brown, a lot of layers.
3: Bureaucracy around
2: him. Yeah, Monica, I think her name Monica. is. Monica. Yeah. So Al has to go meet Monica. He walks over here, Monica's outside of the studio, <laughs> and he he doesn't know what Monica looks like. So he, you you tell the story, you lived it.
4: Yeah, so there were a lot I she said, Are you over by the studio? I said, No, but I'm right here. I can meet you over here, show you where we're gonna be broadcasting from. But Stephen A. Smith was doing his show and when I walked up here it was a, a really big crowd. Okay. Mostly dudes. But there were some women. So I was like, I'll, I, got, I got to find Monica. So I was like, I'll start with the best looking women here. And individually walk up and say, Are you Monica? They all look, I mean, that guy was a creep. And at one point, you just had to yell, Where is Monica? <laughs> and you found her. I found her. And then what? And then I showed her where we would be broadcasting. Okay. okay.
3: Anything else that, interesting come out of that conversation?
4: Yeah, I got another guest situation here with the James Brown. James is coming by with some sort of a foundation thing, and and it is is requiring that the woman also be on microphone. But I told him we don't really have. It's Boomer Geo, James Brown. That's our only microphones, except the ones that you guys are using. Well, right these now. don't count. <laughs> these are production. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are production mics. Oh my goodness. So that's currently an issue as well. I got to put out two uh, guest fires later on today. <laughs> The Randy Moss and James Brown? Uh, yep. Yeah, so I don't know what to to do there.
2: Yeah, well, we can't, I mean, Boomer's going to have to answer that question for you. (laughs) I'd love
4: Boomer to also fix this white Randy Moss situation. (laughs) <laughs> oh. I mean, do,
2: what do we do about that now? I
3: think you cancel him. It's not who you you thought it was. I'm sorry. You no, made no, no, mistake. no, with the James Brown thing. Oh, I'll see JB later on today. I'll just I'll talk to him. I'll see what 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 other demands are you making? Yeah, a lot of
4: demands. Layers demands.
3: demands. We have to have, does he have to have special food?
4: He did not request he special did food. Not request. Although oh, I know okay. you that's happened at, in the you know, NFL today style. Oh yes.
2: Yes. yeah tell him we can't have someone else on with him it's ridiculous well i don't know what he's i
3: don't know what it was about he can talk about it uh, he will i know he will but i'll, I'll discuss it with him All right. squash that oh my gosh, <laughs> squash that boomer squash I mean, I, i'm i'm a, just so you know <laughs> <squash spot>. <laughs> <laughs> terrible idea <laughs> I'm the talent. You're the producer. (laughs) I know. That's why I didn't (laughs) Do your producing job. Don't be like what Chernoff said, a lazy ass. No, I didn't
4: want to. I didn't. What I didn't want to do is say the wrong thing and then have a problem. You know, I want you. I don't want you to run into a blindly go into a problem.
0: Like, what is Al Dukes telling you? (laughs) Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.